It's your birthday, and we want you nope. to have. Okay, fuck it, guys. <laughs> Welcome once again to another mini sode of Halloween is Forever. I'm Brian. I'm Meg. I'm Steve. You guys really left me hanging on that <laughs> birthday song. Yeah. That's all right. I fully expected it. Um, I, I want to maintain a reputation here, and I don't want to ruin that with my voice. Yeah. And, you know, only the, the utmost. <laughs> <laughs> Steve just took a sip of a beer and made out just an absolute face of pure <laughs> dissatisfaction. We have just well, I don't say we. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> dumping myself in with you psychos drinking these just fucking outrageous beers here. Meg looks like she's drinking. <laughs> Guys, I need my protein. Yeah, it, I, I mean protein. there are. Susp- it looks like bubble tea. Like there is so much shit in this beer. We'll get to it here in a second. But in any case, welcome again to another mini so today of Halloween is forever. Uh, we are going to talk. Besides just gloop glop beers uh, in front of us here, we are also uh, going to discuss a little flick from the year 2021 called Willie's Wonderland, starring the great Nick Cage. Um, And I literally just got done watching it five seconds before uh, Meg knocked on my door. Uh, So it is fresh in my memory. The fucking song (laughs) is pulsing through my brain right now and probably will be for several days. We've got snackies. We've got beers. Uh, I'm I'm pretty psyched. And we're recording in person once again. We did not. We we did not yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) On a Sunday (laughs) afternoon, everyone is clearly tired, varying degrees of hungover. We are going to power through this and bring the fucking energy um so first of all we already started talking about so it's it's a it's a natural transition what i'll talk about the beer i'm drinking because i'm drinking just regular beer uh actually uh surprise surprise drinking another Oktoberfest. this is uh uh a western pennsylvania uh old standby in the Oktoberfest style pen brewery Oktoberfest lager beer um just had a little sip of it first time in, and you know what? I'll give it another chance. Yeah, give it let's one give more. it another chance. All right, hold on. We're waiting. Still not great. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. It's fine. It's not my favorite. Yeah, uh, but it is okay. Um, I just ordered a uh, Dirndl dress, so I was nice. like, "Yeah," I was like, "I'm getting ready. Hopefully, it'll be here in time." Yeah, my um, Oktoberfest party. To yeah, my uh, I'm not in Lederhosen form currently. <laughs> um, I'm about thirty pounds over Lederhosen form, but my Lederhosen have uh, have been through worse. Uh, they have stretched, they have shrunk. And, uh, I even went as far as to, um, split the back to a small, to a small degree and now get a boot lace and put it through like the little loop. So it is adjustable. So it's like a stretchy version. Like putting her foot on your back and pulling the string. Yeah. It's not flattering. I, if before I wear them to any type of event, I have to wear them around the house for a good three days just to stretch them out. Uh, because they, I mean, they sit in the closet all year. They so, sit yeah. in the closet. They get really comfortable. They get really, and then I get in there and just yeah, Guys, push them to maximum. That just capacity. gave me a great idea for a horror movie. Yeah, and I'm already putting a TM on this. Yeah, slacks. Uh, it's already done. It's called slacks. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait till we talk about that. <laughs> but no, Lederhosen. 
that then just conforms to you and then you're just this like crazy German like psychopath <laughs> killer and you're just like <laughs> and you're doing it at Oktoberfest yeah. yeah. it's like a hell fest yeah but it's a possession but, type thing yeah, there, absolutely. there is and it's not German but there is like they're I think they're called corpse pants yeah and some like some crazy fucking Viking made pants out of people's skin <laughs> holy crap yeah <laughs> that's intense but it's, yeah but i'm here for it change actually. it to change it to lederhosen make it yeah. appropriate and like they're <laughs> like it, it's like a group of americans who went over to germany mm-hmm. to experience oktoberfest their one friend didn't have lederhosen and so he has to go buy lederhosen buys it from a black market yeah yep. and goes mm-hmm. to like the, to a, a, a weird part of town yeah you know? yeah there's like a lot of lore behind these pants that he yeah. doesn't know until later mm-hmm. he was yeah. tricked into buying them it's like the mogwai of pants or maybe he's <laughs> or maybe he steals them like they oh, they're not yeah. for sale uh, but he steals be them because American he needs them him. yeah and, and that's how the uh yeah you get the ugly american storyline mm-hmm. and then he gets what he deserves because you know what he gets cursed and so do all pants. his friends for bringing a dickhead to oktoberfest <laughs> i like this it's it's part beer fest it's part gremlins it's part slacks i think we got a million dollar idea here guys tm tm don't steal it you rat bastards the spatzel is also cursed <laughs> hey can someone just make a fan can someone make a fan film of our show <laughs> of that movie if if somebody made a fan film of our show who would be the murderer <laughs> definitely <laughs> me <laughs> we all we both are subtly nodding and pointing our heads towards meg she's 100 the murderer if steve and i turn up dead you know where to look i'm on record she is the number one suspect meg Hell is yeah. the number one suspect um i'm not saying shit without my lawyer <laughs> I plead a fifth. Um, all right, what kind of gloop glop are you? Are you doofus is drinking? I that would... Meg, that looks fucking gross. I'm just saying. <laughs> it looks like um, juice. I went through my stash and I was like, okay, what beer could represent the silliness of this move, movie that we just had to watch? Mm-hmm. Um, and I chose the Bring Project. They have like these smoothie sours, and that's. S-M-O-O-F-E-E. It almost yeah. sounds like something Donald Trump would have said. Smoothie. Smoothie. Yeah. It's uh, like a gloop. It's like a, it's a gloop glop beer. It's yeah. a glo- it's a gloop glop beer. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I could definitely have this for brunch or just breakfast, you know, at 4 a.m. when I'm awake. Um it's, Do you mind if I take a sip of it? Yeah, I have a morbid curiosity right now. It's very thick. Um, you can definitely taste oh, the banana. So oh, that, I didn't mention what's all in it. So this one is sour ale with banana, peanut, natural banana flavor, and natural peanut flavor. Um, so you can definitely get all the banana. It's mostly all, banana. It yeah. tastes like banana candy, but then, of course, it's sour, which yeah. is a little... For other fruit, you're like, yeah, there's some acidity to it. Bananas aren't sour. Right. Mm-hmm. Bananas are starchy, and the mouthfeel actually fits okay because mm-hmm. this weird starchy mouthfeel you almost expect from a banana yeah but the sourness honestly and not i'm not offended by sourness i love sour beers but like the sourness with banana and peanut kind of flavors in there are 
I'm not gonna lie. I, I think I'll be okay drinking through this one. I like. I feel like I'm a sucker. Like I'm the asshole who's like, give me the banana laffy taffy now. I yes. will eat all of well, it. Well, Maeve, my daughter, one of my daughters is like that too. She wants the banana laffy taffy. Yeah, yeah. We were in an arcade recently, and she won like tickets. You know, she had a few tickets. And went up and like, what can you get with the tickets? And she was like, give me all that banana laffy. Taffy. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, do you want all of it? Like, like I don't yeah, have enough we, tickets. We, it's okay. Yeah, take as it's much okay. as you want. Yeah, you don't want it, a spider it, ring? No, no, more taffy. <laughs> Keep it coming. <laughs> this yo-yo that is the string is only eight inches long no Mm-mm, taffy <laughs> banana flavored i know what i want <laughs> yeah yeah but it, i actually i feel like like you said with the mouthfeel i feel like it works for it because it almost tastes like you're eating a banana it's in a way super weird. thick and sweet but then sour and i cannot stop looking at the chunks yeah. i mean it's not a oh, little yeah, no, no, it's not sinking. like it's just they're hazy the bottom there right are literally it grosses I mean, me out more to look at it than to drink it it looks like yeah there's sea monkeys uh colonizing yeah. in this that is a beer. science experiment guys yeah. this is actually now a science podcast yeah um <laughs> you are going to be on the side of the road on the way home pulled over <laughs> laying barfing shitting doing something terrible um guys i need my protein i need my uh what do we get from potassium potassium, potassium. <laughs> I need my vitamins. This yeah. is my vitamin beer. It is. I mean, it looks more like a, a smoothie than maybe any smoothie sour I've seen in my yeah. life. Um, Steve, you took a sip of this beer and immediately made a very dissatisfied face. Yeah. Uh, so it's a very picturesque beer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looking at it, it looks really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the left hand brewing company made getting tiki with it and, and a nitro and it is a pina colada wheat. I feel like that name came from like some like middle-aged woman. Yeah. Like that's what yeah. it came across to me. Yeah. Where Will Smith is the most topical reference that comes to mind <laughs> yeah. immediately. Yeah. Right. Like how um, can we be cool? Oh man, it just it doesn't What's work. What's in it? Like what do I didn't. So, like, it, uh, it, so it's peanut colada wheat. So it's okay. a wheat ale brewed with coconut and pineapple. Mm. And just it doesn't work. Something about it is fundamentally broken. Do you mind? Go ahead. <laughs> I, I, you I'm you would like coconut. Is there any left in the can? Yeah, yeah. You it can... smells. Usually coconut's such an such a pervasive, like dominating flavor. Right. But so, it's more pineapple mm, in the nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it smells straight Surprising. like tinned pineapple. Yeah. Like can of pineapple rings. I'm a little surprised. Too, I just smelled the, the microphone. I you see that? I, know why. I bet you they put like a flavoring because down the nose it's like so prominent. Oh boy. Yeah, the uh, the coconut is like a weird dried coconut thing. Yeah, it's not toasted and it's so not it, sweet. No, it's 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 a weird dried coconut type of character that almost is musty in nature. Right. Maybe it's a. Uh, did they leave it in with the hair on it? I almost feel like I'm drinking coconut water in a way. Yeah. That's what I'm getting. But I also, what turned me off the moment I took a sip was that it's an it's a nitro beer as mm-hmm. well that I feel like is not helping. Yeah. I feel it's like not, I, yeah, it's, it's not, not helping the acidity you expect or like, from or pineapple. Some, yeah, I want something that's like refreshing and even and like those characteristics already kind of have that. But like when you... Mm take away any carbonation i feel like it ruins the idea of like this is a refreshing beverage so the reason why i picked this one up is because left hand has another one a white russian version Mm -hmm. that and it has like a reference to the big lebowski on it and everything but uh yeah it's super good the white russian i could see that it is yeah it's really really good so i figured if they're doing like cocktail series sure pina colada Mm -hmm. and i was expecting like a real goofy artificially I was actually expecting something more artificial and mm-hmm. candy-like. Okay. Yeah. Not yeah, yeah. like these. The, it, the ta- it tastes more natural, but it 
like you were saying, Meg, it tastes like coconut water. Yeah, that was a good point. It, it's it got that earthiness yeah. of coconut water, whereas I would just want Almond Joy coconut yeah. or candy coconut yeah, yeah. type of and thing. And I feel like the nose, like of having such a pineapple nose, like you can definitely tell that they just used a, like a flavoring in it. I, I wanted that flavor. I feel like if that pineapple actually came through, like that would also aid it a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and weird, didn't expect when I looked at the can, 7.5%. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I was like, okay, if they're going for a sessionable 45 5.5%, you know, wheat ale, it's like, okay, go a little more subtle with the overall flavor intensity. But no, it's a 7.5% yeah. beer. But, it, but at like 4 or 5, you'd expect kind of like a, a Rivertown Halakahiki. Halico- yeah, yeah. At that level, where it's just like pineapple juice yeah. that's partially fermented. In I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I miss that beer. Like, our... People listening probably don't know. I used to work for Rivertown, Mm. and before that beer was like mass produced, we literally made it per keg, and I would just be like sitting on a keg, dumping pineapple juice into this keg, (laughs) and then filling it up with a beer. And actually, that beer kind of put them on the map. Yeah, yeah. 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 I feel like it's like the only brand that that like since they got bought that they're still has legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. It had a loyal following for sure. Yep. But I heard I heard people talking about it in a giant eagle like a couple weeks ago. Oh really? It it was yeah. It was wild. You need to go out to that pineapple beer. We're going to make a, it's a still a preseason game. We're going to make some chip-chopped ham, and we're going to get some pineapple beer if you can scot it. Um, this is the first time where all, none of the three of us, actually, that's not true. Meg likes her beer. <laughs> we I just don't say, like looking at it. None of the three of us way. are really crazy about the beer we're drinking, but then, uh, no, Meg actually loves it. We just don't like looking at it. Yeah. It's visually unappealing. Um in any case, Meg also was on snack duty, so I'll let you introduce uh, oh. this. This is fantastic. This I'm a little nervous about, okay. but we will see. So I don't misquote this. So, of course, the throwback Doritos 3D are here. Yeah. And this is exciting. This mm. is like childhood shit for all of us. But I picked up the spicy ranch because, again, we're I, you guys are you're hyping me up for all this spicy stuff. I'm mm-hmm. ready for it. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. How wet is it? It's not, <laughs> not that wet. Okay, Man, fine. our snacks day are not wet enough. <laughs> I know. This I, is I, so I dry. I, who knows? This is in a package. This could be dripping wet. I don't right. know. But the Doritos 3D could be are wet. Yeah, we're inside. all really excited. About it. I'll we let someone else open the bag this time. Honest, so we're going to go the wetness scale. We're going to give it a wetness scale, a wetness reading here in a second. After after getting those NECA, NECA wafers, I uh, opted to, I just saw this in the store and I was like, this seems appropriate of like our next step in our evolution of old people to- towards snacks. geriatric snacks. Yeah. yeah. So I picked up King Bing candy bar by the Palmer Candy Company. And this is a Isn't Palmer the ones that make like uh uh like shitty Easter bunnies? Sure. I have no <laughs> idea. That- so it's a Steve is very off put by the like, shape like, and, and girth of this candy yeah. bar. His bat, his nasty looks are on. Like he, when he walked in the house. Meg had it sitting on the table, and Steve couldn't keep his eyes on. He didn't trust it from the beginning. She was, showed it to no, me. She's like, I, I found was this. Like, hey, I was like, dude, I've, I've never I've, seen this. Before. I've never even seen I've it never before. Heard of I feel like this is, is some sort of prank candy yeah. bar. It's heavy. We, we this is dense. This yeah. is a dense girl. It weighs. So, it's a nutty chocolatey cherry treat. And the description on it says the Bing candy bar was first created in 1923. Great. Since then, <laughs> this bar actually was probably from 1923. This official one was from, this is the uh, retro uh, <laughs> 23 vintage. Since then, this unique treat has become a Midwest favorite. 
Okay. And that's pretty much it besides learning more about it. And I don't know if we really want to do that. So I'm excited. I'm kind of excited. I love that every line you read, every word you read was was received with skepticism from yeah. Steve. This, His eyebrow is just going you up. You know what? This was so created like a... during Prohibition. You know, so people were sober. It's, after, it's pretty close to the stock market crash. It also, the, any snack that was created in an era where every single adult human smoke three packs of cigarettes a day right probably <laughs> i don't know maybe you need to reformulate i don't know we'll see i don't want to yeah. get off negative it might be delicious i just want to see a beer now if this is good i'm gonna try to you're gonna, gonna be buying gonna a truck get, i'm gonna, gonna, gonna get an rd yeah. on this one yeah change the game it, i'm fast actually gonna take to, the idea of this smoothie sour and but put this king bang in it fast forward to three weeks from now and Meg has tripled the national sales of King Bang because <laughs> she ordered a truckload of it to put in beer. Um, all right, what do you want to do? You want to try these first? You want to do Spicy Boys yeah, first? Yeah, I'm not opening a bag today, guys. <laughs> well, the last time you were opening it with your teeth yeah. and your elbows, I think. <laughs> Ew, the bag itself there. was wet, guys. You were more doing, uh, <laughs> like trying to play it like an instrument than right. you were actually eating it uh, or all opening right. it. Ranch, ranch, spicy ranch cheese. They smell fantastic. They look exactly like I remember them. Mm, mm. Oh, God, I but love But spicy ranch a flavor when they first came out with them? Because I, I don't, don't remember, remember that. I don't remember that. Either. I don't remember that either. I feel mm. like everyone wants everything to be spicy. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. actually perfect spice. Honestly, that's nice. That's like, I want to keep going after it. I almost, I think I might get them next time, but I almost got Slim Jim has their own version of like chicharrones, but oh, they're right. like, oh, yeah. it was like spice level 1 million type shit. Like nice. I was like, that just like sounds spicy. I don't know if I can handle that today. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if any of us can handle We've it. had this good. A spicy Slim Jim is legit spicy generally. Mm-hmm. I, fu I fuck with uh, hot pork rinds. Oh, oh yeah. I'm so yeah. good. I love I just pork love rinds. I love pork rinds so much. Me too. All right. Do you want to do the honors? Yes, it absolutely. It is so alarmingly heavy. I think I'll be able to be quiet opening this bag. <laughs> okay. You, I, I feel just like picked I'm just it up like... and it was like startling how heavy it was. <laughs> okay. I feel like the proper way to serve <laughs> this is like into the plop bag. each one in front of us. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, That's either shit oh, or no bake. Uh, oh, no. It's prolapsed. That's your... <laughs> It's either a shit or a no bake. <laughs> the way I need to describe the visual here, because Meg is walking her. <laughs> just, she is squeezing what can only be described as nutty turds out of a bag and plopping them in front of us. Oh, and then the bag. I'm looking at the inside of the bag. She's flopping it out of, and it's all covered with the chocolate on the inside. Yeah, and it's it, just, it smells like old chocolate, too. It literally looks like a pile of shit. Oh my god! <laughs> oh no! Steve Wait. took a bite, showed it to me, and it is bright pink on okay. the inside. Cheers, guys! Oh my god! All right, that is definitely oh some god. old people fucking candy. <laughs> wow, chewier than I was expecting. I like there's like almost this tartness to it as well. I do not hate that. It looks, it's the most unappetizing looking candy I've ever seen mm -hmm. in my goddamn yeah. life. But it's not bad. And the cherries starting to come mm -hmm. through. You can de you can definitely tell this was depression era bullshit. Yeah, because <laughs> they made this weird cherry fondant mm -hmm. and then rolled it around in shitty nutty chocolate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and said, I don't know. Is, do we have a mold for this? No. The original nineteen twenties. <laughs> they were handmade. Yeah, they were definitely hand rolled. And the original name were probably like 
nut plops or something like they, they had some really something un- super literal mm-hmm. yeah um but they taste like cherry cordials a little bit yeah yeah i was actually gonna ask if you guys like this like they're I not actually, as I wet like on the inside i really expected this thing Ooh. to just juice all over. oh my god man don't drink that <laughs> oh christ it's separating i was bored look at it dropping into my glass and it was all like up here. whoever made this beer should be ashamed of themselves this, this goes together like bananas and water <laughs> It looks like you made banana salad dressing and you poured it in a glass. I okay, listen. As a, as a beer quality professional, I need to tell the brewing project that you should be ashamed of your fucking self. That is disgusting. It just plopped out of where, the glass. Where are they from? Um, I was hell, the seventh layer of hell. Because because you want to you want to throw blame on them, but whatever town they're in. You blame the people who drink there. I guess so. For, oh my for, God. For Wisconsin. I thought it was Wisconsin. So you blame, in the Midwest. you blame Wisconsin for mm. wanting hey, banana hey, aioli. Hey, let's go easy. We need to make sure the cheese keeps coming. Okay? We okay. Need... I'm, into the, I'm into the cheese and the meats. Yeah. But I'm not into people who want banana aioli in a can. You can spread that on toast. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 100%. Guys. If you got a crustini and you scoop some of that out on a butter knife, you could spread it on it. Every time I take a oh sip, I'm just going to stare at you. Well, and also, I just feel like you if you didn't, you would have like a thick mustache <laughs> of it. That's how dense it is and yeah. gloopy. Man, I didn't eat breakfast, is. so this is perfect. Uh, I, okay. King Bing, I'll give you that. King Bing was actually pretty pretty tasty. I will absolutely fuck with the King Bing, but that beer makes me want to die. I honestly could not eat another one of those. They're so they are, rich. They, yeah, they're heavy. That, that's a heavy and like But I can definitely eat more Doritos. Sugary. It is. It's yeah. extremely sweet. Yeah, yeah, like you were supposed to split all three of those between your family. Yeah, fact, it, like <laughs> it was a meal. Each one goes into a quarter too. Yeah, because their family had twenty people in yeah. them. It is. The a father got debt. one. The mother got the other, and then the twelve children <laughs> split the third. Yeah, it is dense. People Jeez like Louise. We're like wrestling over who got the cherry cherry nougat. <laughs> yeah, is that what it is? Is it nougat inside? I think it's like a fondant. Is it? It yeah. was good. It was chewy. It's very sweet. Um, listen, I was pleasantly surprised by the King Bing. I'm not going to lie. Search it out. Seek it out. If there's not already a King Bing beer, I'll, I'll be fucking blown away. There's got to be. Somebody's probably already put that in beer already. But in any case. It's probably in the Midwest. Well, in any case, snacks, two for two. Um, but I still may barf. What's that? Should we rate them? Like, I feel like on a scale I, of one to ten. Yeah, I like that. I like that. The Doritos 3D on a scale of one to ten. I'm gonna go back for another. You know what? Why not? <laughs> I'm going seven. I think seven. I, I'll put it this way: I'd rather just have a spicy. I'd rather have a Dorito. Mm-hmm. But it's still all right. I like them because I don't like like I always am breaking chips, so they're like perfect size. So I'm okay with a seven for many other reasons than just like it's just a Dorito. Yeah. But I and also it has a different consistency than a normal Dorito. It's definitely corny. It, but... It's right. way cornier and it's way crunchier. Yeah. 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 I I think I'd go like six or seven as well. Like it's mm. it's like a it's an on the go snack. Like it's it's good for this little travel pack that you picked it up in. I don't think you would buy it in a big family size bag because you can't dip it. No, and that's a problem. And it's not you know, it's not usable like a Dorito. But yeah, I wish I wish they would just make Doritos in that flavor. Yeah, yeah, just spicy yeah. ranch because I like the flavor a lot. But yeah, yeah the, the texture is not as good as a regular. I feel Dorito. like you could definitely it could be a dipping chip if you tried hard enough. Mm. I do mm. think that. Mm. 
I don't want to fuck with it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get crazy. It's not. It's, it's, it's not Sunday. Like a, it's a day it's of a rest, scoop, Meg. Yeah. What if? What if? Let's say. Let's redesign them. So then there's like it's still a square. It's still a triangle. Yeah. But then it's open on the fatter end. You're talking that, about bugles, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> they but they're exist. not spicy ranch. I know. Here's a great idea. You take the whole thing, right? Instead of make instead of it being 3D, make it 2D. <laughs> Just roll it out flat. That would be delicious. Just single plane. Yeah. Single plane that shit. And yeah. you can really get in underneath the cheese yeah. and the avocados. Oh, wait. That's just a Dorito. <laughs> and it's better. I agree. Hey, if it was a bugle and there was spicy ranch bugles, I'd be way into those. Are too. there other flavored bugles? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are there? Yeah. Because I love a bugle, but they're a little bland. Um, all right. What do we give? What do we give a King Bing? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> like a four. I was actually, that's exactly where I was going. I, I love the reaction. So. Steve's pissed. Meg is contemplative. I said, what would you give a king make? She goes, oh, wow. It's it's fine. Like, oh, wow. It's, hmm. it's what not, a question. Here, here's another thing we have to go like back to. Is, did, Meg, you did finally get some Necco wafers. Did you actually try them yet? No, yeah. No, I'm like, okay. I am gonna. I am definitely going to record this okay. and make a reel, and I will share it with the fucking world. I want to just watch the life force leave your eyes when you eat it, and yeah. you just realize how miserable I think it is. Next episode, you have to kind of bring them in. You should. Yep. You should bring them. We'll do them live on the air. I okay. mean, I'm not gonna. But yeah. Okay. We can we can record the video, but okay. we yeah. also just want to be here to watch you realize how right we are. You know, I will literally just eat chalk. I enjoyed. I if anyone didn't like if anyone's not following me on Instagram, I did a poll and I was like, should I actually record myself mm. eating these? And it was either like show me the pain or oh, I save yourself. Yeah, I, voted. I appreciated all the people who were... It, it was actually a battle. Your <laughs> wife said save herself, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I said I said, <laughs> I said, said do it. Yeah. I yeah. said do it too. Yeah. Just, yeah, no, no, it was just funny watching. It was great. I so. think... Have you? Do you guys remember that show? It might still be on that was like strange obsessions or something mm. it oh, was okay. on like tlc I, I, and it was yeah. like people who ate like couch cushions and yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah i remember I'm the really one familiar, but, yeah. i remember the one person was was obsessed with eating uh fabric softener mm-hmm. sheets <gasps> and stuff like that <gasps> i feel like necco wafers are like the the nicorette gum for people who are trying to quit eating things that aren't food <laughs> yeah like they're like oh i eat chalk obsessively i have something <laughs> I have a problem, and I eat chalk all day, every day. Ne- this ne- is a step down. Yeah, Necco wafers are the pica substitute. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like you're currently eating something that's going to kill you. This won't kill you. It'll make you want to die, but it'll get you closer to, to real food. Yeah. Um, but yes, I agree. We should do it Man, on, on the so podcast. Man, I have so much to look forward to in my life. If you, <laughs> I, or, or we're just going to be out completely off base, and you're, you're going to be like, this is my new favorite thing. I'm, I, brewing, a, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm brewing a Necco wafer beer. Mm. Yeah. Ugh. Hey. All right. Let's uh, get into this. First of all, um, again, we're a lot of new listeners coming coming to us every week, which is fantastic. Thank you so much for checking us out. Hope you enjoy the show. Um, we are going to in what? Not next week, the week after, or is yeah. it two weeks? Yeah. You, you, the listeners have two weeks to yeah. watch the movies. Uh, we're going to announce 
for our September showdown. Right, right. So we pick an episode, or we we do uh, one big showdown episode a month. Uh, we pick three topics randomly from our pool of topics that are suggested to us on social media. If you want to suggest some topics, please do at Halloween is Forever on Instagram, at Hallow Forever on Twitter, Halloween is Forever podcast on the uh, Facebook group, or uh, Halloween is Forever pod at Gmail. Let us know, and we'll add it to our list. But we randomly select three from that list every uh, month. We put them on social media. People vote on them. This month, or we voted for September, and the topic we arrived on and announced last week is modern slashers, which we determined to be 2000 to present. Um, so uh, with that being said, it's time to talk about what our movies are going to be to announce those movies so that folks, uh, you know, Before might feel good about it. Before we dive too far into that, I yeah. just like, I had a, I have to make a very clear statement. There is a um, vintage classic pumpkin light over here in the room that we're sitting in. Oh, my glow mold, and, yeah. And Brian, I'm going to smash your face right <laughs> on the next episode. <laughs> that is literally going to be thrown in the middle. It's no holds barred, balls count anywhere, ladders, chairs, Hardcore rules. <laughs> We're literally going to bring a. a I'm, I'm bringing a bag, a, a giant eagle bag full of tacks. We're going to throw them out on the table. Somebody's getting power bombed into the tax. I think um, I'm just going to use a bag of these king bings and like just like start throwing them at people. <laughs> oh yeah, you do some damage with a goddamn king bing. Um, King Bing, doesn't it sound like a somebody from the Mario universe? Yeah. 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 From the Nintendo universe, yeah, it King sounds Bing. Like so, it sounds like somebody he fights yeah. like, like before he gets the Bowser. It's like King Bomb and, and you know, <laughs> yeah. all those guys. King, King, hey, King, it's a King of Bing. <laughs> it's a King of Bing. It's a me, King Bing. Just poops out King Bing. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we oh, my God. That's the disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> we we both did Luigi as King Bing yeah. for some reason. Yeah. Um, yes, new new Mario universe character King Bing. Um, so, do who wants to go first? Who wants to announce what their movie is for? For I actually feel like I've told you two, but I still you. I don't think in our text message you guys did not fully tell me. No, so we I were down to yours first. Yeah. Okay, Steve, Man. you want to go first? You want me to go first? I can go first. All right. What is your movie going to be for September? So. Yeah, kind of like what Meg was getting at. We all were kind of jumping between like 2000 to now is a lot. It's a big mm -hmm. chunk of time. And we all had a whole bunch of picks. And I was, I, I narrowed it down to Hatchet mm -hmm. from 2006 mm -hmm. and the town that dreaded uh, Sundown mm -hmm. from 2014. The remake of it. Yeah. 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 Uh, just went back and forth. <laughs> They're two completely different films, but I think the more modern representation of a slasher mm -hmm. is the town that dreaded sundown yeah it's cool like ha hatchet is a super great old school film mm -hmm. and it has like it, i love tony todd's yeah fucking three minutes in it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a good one and there's so many other like uh references and like just people who pop up mm -hmm. but uh it is also just solely made like mm -hmm. an old school slasher. So yeah. it's not, it's really not that modern. Yeah. I'm excited uh, to see it. I, I haven't seen it since it came out. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to rewatch it. Yeah. Seen it. Town, yeah. Town of Dreaded Sundown will be my pick. And I, it is, I think it's great because it's not, um, the director is not a horror director. Mm -hmm. Like he went on to like direct limelight and a whole bunch of other mm. like non horror films. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's, it's incredibly well made. So we'll get into that. Yeah, it's a it's a good one. It's a good one. Um, so I am, 
I was kind of back and forth. Same thing. So I, I'll, I'll tell you the ones that I was kind of down to. I narrowed it down from a list of probably 15 down to like eight, then down to three. And the ones that I was kind of back and forth on are a movie which is probably the least known one out of the lot, which is called Hush from 2016. But it's Mike mm-hmm. Flanagan. Um, many of you may have saw it on, you know, I think it was on Shutter, and you know, it's it kind of developed a little bit of a falling there and got some talk around it, but not a ton of fanfare. Behind the Mask, the Rise of Leslie, Rise of Leslie Vernon, which is very meta take on a slasher. Um, I think didn't Joe Bob do it on the last drive-in? I'm pretty sure he did. Um, I, I might I be imagining that. I uh, think he did, but, but I. I'm not sure because I don't even have Shutter. Yeah, it just might have been something I saw on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I remember seeing it on there. But I, I've seen it when it when it came out as well, and I've really liked it ever since then. And then uh, You're Next, which is mm-hmm. the other one, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of people think of as like kind of a modern slasher. Uh, uh, although not a pure slasher, is a little bit. There's kind of some other stuff involved mm-hmm. with it. In any case, I decided to go with what I thought was the most true to the slasher genre but also putting its own kind of modern spin on it and i'm gonna do uh mike flanagan's hush from 2016 interesting Um, i've never seen that one yeah so so it's really good and like i said i feel like it doesn't get the fanfare that it deserves like with some of these other modern slashers because when i was looking i was like oh it's just just because it came out in like 2019 Mm -hmm. you know so it's pretty pretty recent and then i looked i was like no it came out in 2016 i feel like more people should be should be kind of talking about it but um yeah mike flanagan obviously did like dr sleep and and gerald's game and and you know the haunting hill house and all that Mm -hmm. stuff so he Mm -hmm. has definitely garnered you know enormous amount of of new notoriety in the last five years and this was like right before that um, he knows how to do ghosts, but he, does he know how to do slash? We <laughs> shall see. I really, really enjoyed I, it. So. I, I'm glad you chose that one, though, too, because I do like it. So it'll be good to revisit it and especially compare it to the other ones. Um, what I liked about, too, that I feel like it was cool about doing this is that we're so many good picks during that time. But then we were able to, like, narrow it down based on this wasn't fully representative of that i know that was the thing i I, I had a bunch of movies i was like well this is kind of a home invasion movie Mm -hmm. this is kind of a more of a haunted house kind of jump scares Mm -hmm. type of movie and then back and forth and just like that's why i land on hush for better for worse it might not be the most strategic of Mm -hmm. plays but i do feel like it's more closely resembles like like a new age slasher Mm -hmm. so i uh, go ahead, Nick. Oh, Never. no, no. If you've come No, on. I was just going to say, I, I went back and rewatched a whole bunch of stuff mm-hmm. just because I, I thought it fit, but I had to check to see if it was still good or not. Like, I rewatched The Midnight Meat Train. Yeah. And it's all right, but it yeah, doesn't. Yeah, it's fun, but yeah, it's it not. Does, yeah, it doesn't work. And then doesn't hold up as I, well. uh, I tried rewatching High Tension. Yeah. And it, it, there, there's just one thing in that film that, like, drives me crazy. Yeah. And I just can't. Like I can't defend it. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. was your next. I rewatched because that was going to be my pick. Like mm-hmm. I was pretty confident I was going to go with your next, and then I remember Rise of Leslie Vernon, and I was like, ah, that's more. It's a little too meta, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's very like fourth wall breaking, you know, kind of. It's like a, it's like a, uh, a weird meta take on a slasher more than mm-hmm. it is actually a slasher right. movie. Like mock because it's mockumentary style and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but your next, I was like, that's going to be my pick. I went and rewatched it, and I was like. This feels more like a whodunit home invasion movie than mm-hmm. it does a slasher, although it certainly has slasher elements. So, yeah, it ended up changing my mind kind of last minute based mm-hmm. on that. But, yeah. All right, guys, drum roll. You know, save Let's the best. Hear Let's, hear Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I am officially going with the remake of Maniac. So, the one okay. Elijah Wood was in. I'm super excited to even rewatch it because I haven't watched it in a while. But, like, 
when I was like figuring out i'm like that movie struck me so much when the first time i saw that i'm just like yes boom let's go i do not and i was kind of back and forth on it because i was like oh yeah i kind of know that movie but then the more i thought about it, i was like i don't think i've actually seen it Mm. Um, the the remake or the the remake i've definitely seen the i've definitely seen the original a lot of times yeah i haven't seen the original but i would i think during like as we prepare i'm definitely gonna watch both to kind of i i watched the original after i saw the remake okay just just for comparison's sake Mm -hmm. um um, which I actually haven't done with the town that dreaded sundown. I haven't mm. seen the original of that. It's but, so different. Yeah, I'm it's, sure it it's, is. It's I'm like sure PG 13, I think even, um, or maybe it was too early for PG 13, right, right, but it right. definitely felt like that kind of thing. Well, yeah, cause it, it, it predates Friday the 13th even. And so like yeah. there probably wasn't even the PG 13 rating, but yeah. Um, yeah. With maniac though, that, that one was on my list. Um, but you said you were going to do it. So I was like, okay, I can give that up and go back to, <laughs> I can narrow my list down, but like that, it's a really arty take okay. on a slasher, which is Brian, what I really like. did you hear that? Was really... That was on his list. <laughs> it was on... Well, Brian, I, I also we... had your next I'm just trying to build alliances here, She's planting <laughs> seeds two weeks out already. That's like somebody calling shotgun in the car three days before you leave for vacation, Meg. Um, no, I haven't seen it. I, I, I think it's Elijah Wood, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Elijah Wood's fantastic. I'm sure mm-hmm. it's great. I don't think I've seen it, but I've seen it, it just in my mind. I'm eager to see it because I've seen the original uh, tons of times. I love mm-hmm. the original and it's just the one of the most gritty movies mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I come to mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When yeah. I think about slasher movies like Maniac is, is it. Mm-hmm. And but I'm like, on one hand, Joe Spinell. And on the other hand, Elijah Wood, like yeah. they could not <laughs> be more dissimilar right, right, right. from mm-hmm. like a an acting style and a and a maybe not acting style, but certainly an aesthetic look. Like mm-hmm. they yeah. just are so different. So I'm eager to see how uh, how much it. Uh, so, so wait, Meg, have you seen the town that dreaded sundown? Or? Oh, okay. So now the way it is is like we each have not seen one of the films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen Brian's. You haven't seen mine. Mm-hmm. And Brian hasn't seen yours. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's Interesting. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. We're in a Mexican standoff of staring at each other <laughs> right yeah. now. Yeah. Watch it. <laughs> yeah. it Spider-Man. And we're all giving each other side eyes in a very <laughs> suspicious way right now. Um, so, yes, if you want to get an opportunity to go out and watch those movies before we discuss them, which will be the first Monday in September. It'll be that first full week in September, that yeah, Monday. Yeah. Uh, that episode will drop. We will talk about all those movies at length. We'll argue about them. We'll pick each other's uh, arguments apart and then ultimately vote on who going to take that fucking strap home. Mm, mm, um, mm. Spoiler alert. Your boy's taking it home again. You were going to say spoiler alert again? Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say spoiler alert. It's going to be me. That's, a, that's become a podcast catchphrase. Spoiler alert. Um, well, that, that'll that be fun. So, cool. Uh, anything else We jump before we jump into this movie? Yeah, I think we got good. all the, the, the housekeeping stuff uh, out of the way at the beginning. So... Let's talk real quick about uh, about this uh, Willy's Wonderland. Had you guys? Is this the first time you guys watched it, or had you seen it before? I'd seen like half of it, okay, and then fell asleep on it, and then hadn't come back to it gotcha. until we. It was my first time. My mine too, and I I literally just watched it. Um, I wanted to, and I was I was just just a crazy weekend, so I didn't get a chance to watch until right before we recorded here. But I wanted to watch this and um, back to back with the the banana splits movie oh, okay, that came yeah. out a couple years ago because i haven't seen that yet either and i think that's a similar 
Is that about like kind of animatronic creatures yeah, coming yeah. to life so, too? So, so strangely, like the Banana Splits was based off an old Hanna Barbera cartoon. Yeah, I remember the Banana Splits, the cartoon, right? And then from, they like re- the seventies, right? Yeah, yeah. And then they readapted it for the animatronic uh, kind of dolls that come to life. Yeah, which both that and this film are basically takes off of a video game franchise called mm-hmm. Five Night at Five Nights at Freddy's, right? Mm-hmm. And it just, I guess they've never taken the time to get the property or licensing. But I can't everybody else there's not a Five it. Nights at Freddy's movie because mm-hmm. it's super popular amongst like his. I've never played the game, but I, I get the concept of the game, and I've I think I've seen like my nephews play it or something like right. that. And it's basically yeah, you're in a, a you know overnight at a Chuck E. Cheese type you know establishment, and animatronics things start coming to life, and you have to like keep the camera on them because they only move when the camera's not on them or something right. like that. Um, so I've seen I, I've seen them play it. It's a it looks pretty fun. I can't believe they haven't done anything with it. Yeah. I mean, we got a freaking battleship movie. Right. You know what I mean? Like, how do you not do you know property based on this? We got a fucking Assassin's Creed, you know, movie and all this bullshit. Um, in any case, this this one is directed uh, by Kevin Lewis. And I was looking through. I don't know much about him. And I'm looking through. I do not think I've seen any other movies uh, by him. He's got uh, uh, he's got uh, a lot of writing credits and just kind of looking through IMDb, nothing popped out at, at something that that was familiar to me. So this, I'm pretty sure, this was a first time uh, first time uh, introduction to to Kevin Lewis for me. Um, so yeah, the premise is so the reason that this sucked me in, the reason I wanted to watch it, and probably not wouldn't have been terribly excited to watch it otherwise, is it stars. The great Nicolas Cage. Hell yeah. Uh, which Hell is really one of my bro. fucking favorite human beings of all time. I'll watch anything with Nick Cage. You know, I had to like really question whether or not this was like a movie or a commercial for Rogaine, for like beard Rogaine, <laughs> because that's what I really felt like. He his definitely, beard. his beard in the movie <laughs> looks like it's painted on yeah. a little bit. Um, like he just got a fresh I, paint of Rogaine. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, not Rogaine. What is no, the, what is, the what dye? Is the dye? Yeah, what the is dye. the dye? Just, just for men. Just for men. Just for men. Yeah, he literally just combed in the just for men. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like maybe if he would have went for that salt and pepper a mm-hmm, touch of gray mm-hmm. just yeah. for men uh it might have looked a little better um but man those that just reminded me of those just for men commercials where it was like your stash is trash <laughs> um I, I feel like he might have been a robot in this movie because and i feel like we since we do obviously we'll to get into how yeah. much we don't know about him that i just want to make up all the stories and i yeah. think he's a robot i think <laughs> nick cage not just the character which doesn't have a name all i could see yep. on mdb was called janitor yeah. yeah um nick cage I think in real life, there's like a 60% chance he's an alien in I, my I mind. I would definitely go with that. I'm actually okay with it. Yeah. He's 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 so far. I'll watch it if I can anything. With Nick Cage. <laughs> um, but so premises, Nick Cage uh, kind of gets sucked into this kind of trap of sorts that this small town sets up because they are being um, controlled to a certain extent by this you know, Chuck E. Cheese type of establishment that is long since closed, abandoned, but is still full of these living creatures uh, that, you know, are represented by these animatronic dancing puppets, uh, mechanical puppets that are come to life and are, you know, sentient and, and murder people. And we'll get into like the back. I love that they didn't shy away from the lore behind that. Right. Mm-hmm. You didn't learn shit about Nick Cage. No. But you learned right. a lot about the the right. lore of these puppets and 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 Willy's Wonderland, which is the name of the establishment and all that stuff. But but that's kind of the premise. So the cold open starts straight off the bat with 
um, some off-screen kills, some running scared through mm-hmm. an abandoned building type of situation, uh, and and this this these two this couple presumably gets killed by these creatures mm-hmm. you see a a small child kind of huddling in the corner and then that's all you you get and then you cut to nick cage just blasting through the 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 countryside in his Cam- <laughs> camaro ss um just slamming some tunes with some sick shades on leather boots he runs over a a a, a strip like a, spike, a spike, spike strip yeah right uh and then he's just you know, stranded out in the, in the middle of the country. And what's he do? The, as soon as he realizes he's stranded and he has to wait for the tow truck, just start slugging grape soda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nothing, nothing I had that in my notes. Punch soda. Nothing yeah. as refreshing as grape soda from the trunk of your car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he had a case of it in the trunk. Yeah. I feel like he drank it so regularly as if like there was a specific purpose to it. Like it was supposed to keep him awake or keep him like whether it's like the sugar high. But I'm like, what do you need caffeine or something? It's like, more like him? a ritual almost yeah. that yeah, you come like, to learn. But at the time, you're like, "What? Why is he slamming grape soda? Who knows?" And he doesn't just like drink it; he slugs, he right. slugs oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Um, but uh, so the tow truck comes. He walks immediately. You get a taste of what type of character Nick Cage is going to be because he gets real confrontational with a truck. Like he just walks and like <laughs> you look like he's going to chest bump this truck. Um, but it's the it's the the uh, tow truck driver takes him back to the shop. You quickly start to realize he's kind of shaking him down a little bit. He's like. Well, you got four flat tires, plus you got something wrong here, blah, blah, blah. And it's going to take, you know, it's going to cost you $1,000. Uh, all right. Pulls out his credit card. He's like, oh, I don't take that. Only cash. ATM doesn't work. Oh, we don't have the internet in this town. Nobody has an ATM. So you're going to have to work off the the, uh, the old the old yeah. adage of you're going to have to work off the, uh, the money kind of thing. So um, he gets introduced to a guy named Tex. And what and I didn't write well with Tex's last name. McAdoo. Tex McAdoo. It's a hell of a fucking name. Um, and he's, yeah, he's exactly what you expect him. He's got a big 10-gallon hat on, the type of thing. He, he is exactly what they wish they could have had from Burt Reynolds or Powers Booth. <laughs> yeah. Either of those two actors. Powers but, Booth, poor man's Burt Reynolds. Right. That's what everybody... <laughs> I don't know. I like him. He, <laughs> I know. Fucking, uh, what is it? Uh, oh, I'm, my dumb brain just shit itself. What's the <laughs> wild, what's the Wild West show? Deadwood. Oh, Deadwood. Wild Wild West. Yeah. What's the Wild West show he was on? What's that? What's that like gritty version of Wild Wild West without yeah. the giant mechanical spiders? Oh, Deadwood. Yeah. Deadwood, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So um, yeah, he's he's great. He, he's great. The, and he comes in. He's got the outfit. Blah blah blah. He has this really weird exchange where he said, you know, hey, you're gonna go in. You're gonna. Spend Spend a night. Here's my here's my business that's closed. He explains that like, oh, some kids were screwing around, got hurt here, and then I got sued. Now I'm out of business. If you can stay here for a night and clean the place up in the morning, I'll have your car here. I'll pay for it to get fixed. It'll be ready to go. You'll be on your way. You quickly realize you're not going to get much out of Nick Cage from, from a lines perspective. Mm-hmm. In fact, he does not say a word the entire movie. Grunts. Uh, he definitely he, grunts. He does but some that, grunts. Yeah, he does some the... struggle sounds. Grunts, yells, yeah. and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, no, there's, there's not, he does not utter a line otherwise in the movie. Um, so he agrees he's going to do it. And this is the part, well, we'll get to, I'm going to get ahead of myself, but I was like, how much did he know already? You know what I mean? He, yeah. he kind of seemed to, 
to know the score very early on. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that he was just like, yeah, I'm going to go in, clean this place. Look, let me get my grape sodas. And the guy's like, here's your shirt. You're on the staff or whatever. And he throws mm-hmm. on his his his, uh, his Willie's Wonderland shirt and just kind of gets to work. The other thing was, you'll see this reoccurring thing throughout the movie where Nick Cage Keeps taking breaks. Yep. Yeah. His whole thing is I'm working all night, you know, I'm cleaning this place up. And there's a lot of montages of him mopping and scrubbing and cleaning. Mm-hmm. And then his watch will go off. Mm-hmm. He's got like a Casio like, <laughs> wristwatch. He's got, he's got his $80,000 car, but a Casio wristwatch from 1991. Anyway, but he it goes off and he goes, goes to the fridge, slams a grape soda, plays some pinball. Mm-hmm. And that's break. And no matter what's happening. So he's going to take a break. In yeah. all essence, we do learn that he is pretty good at pinball, though. He, he, so, okay, let's start this he list of what do he's we Tommy actually esque. know about him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's definitely Tommy level. <laughs> yeah, but, but this is the thing is like the, the, the text makes a point at this point to say, hey, make sure you take breaks. You got to pace yourself. And at first I was like, is he just really following his direction super Mm. literally? Is that why he's taking the breaks? Yeah. But later on, you realize that it's like almost this ritual thing that he's doing. Right. Yeah. I feel like almost like he has to because I feel like at one point you do see him like he's in the middle of a battle and like helping the children that we'll talk about. Yeah. But like then just stops and he's like, okay, I'm out. Walking out the door, going to to the break room. You go play pinball. Yeah. And it's almost like it recharged his batteries in a way. Yeah. It was the very weird. Robot. It's so, it's so fuck. <laughs> makes like, listen, you're making my point for me. He's a fucking <laughs> robot. Here's here's the thing. I'll just say right off the bat. We're mm-hmm. like, we're talking about Nick Cage's character, and Nick Cage's character is fucking weird within the movie. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. super weird. And the thing about Nick Cage is he makes decisions. Oh yeah. <laughs> so and he sticks to them. Yeah. He makes decisions and he sticks to them. And I would love to see the original script to this film yeah. to see if maybe there was like just dialogue and everything. Cause I'll be honest. I, without Nick Cage being weird in this film, this film doesn't stick out. No, hundred percent. It, it's it's kind of actually kind of boring. Yeah. And kind of plain. A lot of the other, like uh, the uh, with the exception of maybe the, the sheriff and, and Tex. Mm-hmm. And actually, you know what? The tow truck driver wasn't bad, but, wasn't bad, but no. all the kids pretty much are terrible. They stink. Um, mm-hmm. And and so, yeah, without Nick's, Nick Cage being wild Nick Cage, I would never give yeah. two shits about this movie. And, the, and just like a lot of the other, a lot of the deaths and a lot of the, they're not anything to write home about no. or anything. So if you just make it boring, it's, I don't know. And I, I go back to like The Wicker Man. Yeah. That remake that he did. Yeah. If you take Nick Cage out of that, everybody forgets that fucking movie. Yo, 100%. But... You have them, and now everybody goes, not the bees! And the thing is, Nick Cage will, like, he will lean in, he'll make a decision, like you said, and then he fucking sells it. Mm -hmm. I mean, to to a T, no holds barred, he is selling his idea no matter if it's him wrestling an animatronic gorilla in a bathroom <laughs> he's doing it 110 fucking percent yeah. he's leaning in he's selling it and i'm fucking buying it every time like yeah. I, yeah i feel like that was one of my notes that i put down is that like i feel like the lack of like personality development was like one of the huge faults that i feel like even with nick cage in this character like the or and especially since he doesn't talk at all so you really don't even understand him as a character really like you're right. just like 
He's just here, but he's like enhancing almost the boringness that this is just this lore story that happens to be about these like this like culty group of people who are like making deals with the devil type thing and like Mm -hmm. turning into these. Essentially what Nick Cage is in this film is he's the power fantasy of like the doom guy from the doom video games yeah like that dude never speaks he never yeah <laughs> like and he just goes about killing everything in his way yeah and y- you have to find a way to connect to the other characters yeah like the kids or unfortunately like not n- nobody else is kind of redeeming so no nobody you don't give a shit about any of the kids yeah. at all yeah um yeah but even the girl that like live or yeah, whatever yeah. yeah she was bad she was really bad yeah. um but it's like it, it, I couldn't help but draw a comparison to his to Red, which is his character in Mandy, which mm-hmm. was I mean, obviously had dialogue yeah. and stuff like right. that, had a little bit more of a fleshed out character. But he was this badass trained killing machine yeah. that you knew nothing about. Yeah, right. Like all you knew was he was a lumberjack mm-hmm. and maybe they alluded at some point to like military service because of his buddy that was in the camper that he goes and gets the crossbow from. But otherwise, you don't know anything about why he's such a badass. This you even know less. Yeah. You just know he has a leather jacket and drives a Camaro. Right. That's the only reason you know he's a badass <laughs> until he starts just fucking going nuts on. Yeah. And I dogs. Feel like yeah. When he is ma- like killing all of these fucking characters, he, I think like that is actually the most exciting parts of the movie because yeah. you're like, yeah. you're just getting this kick ass. Like, I just wish like, like it felt like they kind of like they, they kind of like blew it a little bit early with like the first couple kills. We're like, oh, that was kind of sick. Mm-hmm. And he, like when he kills these creatures, um, they replace their, you know, gore and blood and guts and stuff with like oil, basically some yeah. sort of mm-hmm. internal lubricant for these for these creatures and circuitry and all that stuff. And he's just like raging out them. And the first couple of kills are like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. And then they kind of never got creative with mm-hmm. them right. after that. Like I would have loved to have seen him do something, you know, throw him in a pizza oven or do something crazy oh, yeah, like yeah. that. I think the three way one at the end, like was yeah. it like <laughs> I was just like, okay, now I'm here. For it, it was more about the quippy lines of the yeah. characters, which mm-hmm. they were fun. Mm-hmm. Listen, this is definitely a movie that that it, it's a perfect combination of the movie does not take itself seriously at all, mm-hmm. but Nick Cage fucking does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like he is in it and he is playing it super straight and that kind of makes it. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember, do you notice like throughout the whole thing, like after he would do a kill and like he had one of his breaks, he would like clean himself off almost Yeah, but he right would there. wash his it hands, so, he would change his shirt. Yeah, yeah. so routine. Yeah, like, it was like this weird kind of ritual thing. But yeah. the, the other person I did kind of like, I thought she was okay, although the dialogue wasn't great, was um, she, her, her character was Sheriff Lund. She was the sheriff. Yeah. Um, but she, her, she's, her name is Beth Grant, the, the uh, uh, actress. And she's in a million things uh, like mini rec- project is definitely at the top of my list yeah here. <laughs> i recognize her from mini project she was in she was she has 235 acting credits what? on imdb wow yeah, she has I mean, been she in old. 20 things in the last two years like Damn. she works uh i remember from donnie darko she was in speed oh no- yeah she was that uh, like really religious lady in Donnie yeah, Darko. I forget that's the, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was Donnie Darko. She was in No Country for Old Men. She was in Little Miss Sunshine. She's been in fucking everything. I mean, you'll mm-hmm. know her. You'll know her face yeah. when you see her. Um, I thought she was pretty good. Um, in any case, uh, yeah. So he he gets dropped off. Tex gives him the the, the rundown of of the place. Says, "Hey, have fun. See you in the morning." And he doesn't realize the time, but he locks him in. 
And then it becomes very, very clear in Texas communications, you know, and it kind of already had with the tow driver, tow truck driver, that he's like a sacrifice. Yeah. Right. He is being given to Willie's Wonderland or the creatures inside for one reason or another. So, um, I mean, you're 12 minutes in and the animatronic puppets are already moving. Yeah. Um, Which I really, I thought was pretty cool. There was like... um, the scene of him cleaning and they're like following him around the room with their eyes, like watching him kind of on his back, which was kind of creepy. Um, but yeah, I, I, overall, uh, they, they get into it pretty quick. It's a fast paced movie for sure that you get to learn, you get to meet these kids and it's a group of teenagers who, you know, have some sort of history with Willie's Wonderland and Willie's Wonderland as the building has like graffiti on it says like kid killers, murderers, blah, blah, blah. And the whole town clearly like steers clear of this place. They are going to, they're going to burn the place down. That's their mm-hmm. plan. Um, did you guys notice Liv is the main character and then there's a couple, mm-hmm. uh, male, female couple. There's a, um, uh, there's the nerdy kid who's in love with Liv mm-hmm. and then there's, who else am I forgetting? Um, there, there's, it's literally like Bobby and Kathy are the couple. Yeah. And then I think there's like three or four other dudes. I, I, I've lost. Co- yeah. There was, a, oh yeah. There's the one like dark haired kid yeah. and you're like, yeah, they, I mean, he has no consequence. He has no story whatsoever. The only one I found interesting was the, the, the couple, the, the, uh, the, the what you just said her name, Bobby and Bobby what? and Kathy, Kathy, Kathy is clearly trying to do make some very bold acting decisions where she's a cross between like Gwen Stefani and like this like <laughs> 40s stereotypical like Marilyn Monroe style mm-hmm. bombshell yeah. actress type of yeah. thing. And she's talking like that character Kristen Wiig did on SNL mm-hmm. uh, on like the Halloween episode where they're yeah. at the Halloween party and they all are like all the guys are like, you know, like slobbering over her and she keeps doing real gross weird stuff. Have you ever seen that? Like she farts really yeah. loud. It's like, yeah. she, it felt like she was doing that character. It was very strange and she is horny for murder (laughs) she really is too um yeah it feels like she was she was like but like i said there was this weird like gwen stefani element i don't understand um so so you you start to get this idea he's setting timers every time his timer goes off he's going taking his break he finds the the uh willie's wonderland pinball machine in the back of the uh of the restaurant starts playing playing with that and then like again little bit of a there was a little bit of a buildup you know the characters are looking at him that sort of stuff then all of a sudden the ot was an ostrich or an emu yeah, or an something ostrich. that comes up to him and is just like i'm gonna eat your face and just starts talking <laughs> to him yeah and nick cage not even surprised right like he's it's, just fine with it like, that's the thing no, that's normal. did he know was he coming here to take that's care what doesn't of make this any sense but yeah. it, it's also like what's intriguing is like He's not phased by these things coming to life. He's not phased by killing them yeah. at all. Like, he, Mortal Kombat, rips that one's spine out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could probably... And then just goes right back to cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we could almost make a bold statement that maybe he knew about this town and mm-hmm. just, like, knew all this stuff was going to happen. Yeah. And, like was putting himself in the right place or the right time. Well, and he you also know had I mean? like his little, his little like burlap sack to carry his grape sodas in. Right. It was like he was on a mission. Yeah. That was his, his, his supply bag, but it just consisted of grape soda. But he showed up, it almost like he expected, he didn't seem surprised or confused by his tires being popped or when he was clearly being railroaded into this situation right. by the, the dumbass uh, tow truck driver. It didn't seem weird. He didn't seem taken aback by any of it. It was almost like he was like, 
yeah, okay, this is how we're going to do this. Yeah, he All just right. agrees to everything and yeah. goes right in. Yeah, just just kind of shakes his head type of thing. But um, so yeah, c- quickly dispatches the the ostrich, um, and uh, he he gets a little cut on his face, and they make it a point to like show him like putting what looks like a piece of like electrical tape over it or whatever. Yeah. But it is very much like um, I was expecting him because he hadn't said a word up until this point, and I was <laughs> yeah, I know, I'm just like... I'm doing it. Again. <laughs> Meg is just in there. Pl- I can only describe playing in the ice. She's making castles in the cooler of ice. Like, I'm so sorry, guys. It's, it's, I think I need you guys just to hand me everything that I need for this. This show. comes off of last week of her trying to open a chip bag with her elbows for 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> I mean, Steve over here just looking at me like, oh, like a parent, His like, eyes do slowly I need to getting take bigger. this from you? I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Um, yeah, so... Um Oh, he said, oh, oh, yeah, the cut on his face. Yeah. I really was, like, hoping he was going to say something right there, because I was expecting him to do the, like, no one makes me bleed my own blood right, or something right. like that line. Um, but no, he just puts on he just puts on the little uh, the little band aid. But yeah, he rips a mecha- this mechanical spine out in a in a pretty cool scene. And again, it's all like oil or some sort of lubricant mm. that kind of ma- kind of adds to the to the the element of gore, even though there's no blood. Um, even though there was no blood, way more effective than the spine pull in Jason Rising. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, this was actually built for that and not just a spirit Halloween. But. <laughs> That's true. It wasn't a spirit Halloween dipped in uh, corn syrup. But in any case, he goes, he changes his shirt. He's just not phased by by the whole thing by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and then he puts it in a garbage bag, goes to take it outside, realizes he's locked in. Right. So, but he didn't seem to be too terribly concerned about it. Um, but this basically turns into kind of a haunted house flick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, of going to different rooms and at different times the different creatures pop up and he just overall doesn't seem that concerned with them mm-hmm. because they're presenting to him like it's an anime like or 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 something like that where they're like now we fight but, but yeah, they, they, they <laughs> never like they fight yeah but... they never like ambush him he's not yeah. never worried about them sneaking up on him or anything like that right. he goes into the the bathroom and the gorilla animatronic uh starts uh basically just announces himself right you know what i mean like he's a mm-hmm. pokey trainer like he just pops yeah. out he's like <laughs> starts saying creepy stuff or whatever ultimately best part of this scene uh nick cage plungers his face yeah, yeah. yeah straight slapstick face plunger yeah i was the whole time i'm watching that scene i'm like this would be a fun scene to watch without music or sound it would be, yeah, it yeah, would yeah, be yeah. really funny It'd be like it would be like that that's uh when uh um oh gosh what is what is that david bowie and mick jagger um you know doing dancing in the street but they take oh, all the oh, yeah, sound yeah, yeah, out yeah. of it it's really good it feels like it would be like that it would just be like uh yeah because <laughs> they're just like struggling with a guy in a gorilla suit um but yeah so he, he kills he kills the gorilla pretty quick but, but but i thought it was kind of a fun scene really silly but again him selling it and wrestling mm-hmm. with the guy in the gorilla suit so hard was was the best part I didn't, like, I, sorry like, i didn't make i didn't make a point to say this earlier like even with like how i felt about like like certain faults of this movie i like kind of liked the care like the kill the killing characters like i felt like they were fun and like you said, like they're funny, they're goofy, mm-hmm. and I kind of like. They all had their own inter- personalities. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I kind yeah. of liked that throughout. I thought that was really it, fun. It's kind of like the uh, that movie Thirteen Ghosts. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, and, and I almost wish they got a little bit more into it because what we find out is that mm-hmm. every 
all of these animatronics are possessed by the the spirits of a cult of serial killers right. Right. that killed themselves within the Willy's Wonderland. Right. Yeah. And then they possess their ghosts possessed. So I wish they almost got more into the lore mm-hmm. and gave the animatronics a little bit more personality. Sure. Yeah. Because we weren't getting personality from mm-hmm. the kids and Nick Cage is a mystery. To yeah, them. yeah. You don't know yeah. anything about him. Yeah, 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 I wish I there was Matthew Lillard and Tony Shalhoub. I'll add them to anything. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, you, you, they did have their own personalities, and you it would have been really cool to get the flashback to like mm-hmm. how did they become the serial mm-hmm. killers that became this kind of thing. So there was adding. definitely some room for some kind of lore building, almost like a Running Man situation. You know right, what I mean? Yeah, Where you get yeah. all the uh, all the all the what are they called in Running Man? Uh, oh, I keep on saying gladiators, not yeah, gladiators. I, I, They're I something like that, but. In any case, um, yeah, so you could tell at this point he's kind of here to defeat these creatures. Like, it's almost like his personal mission or like something like that. Or he's just fine doing it. Yeah, but he's like, he's <laughs> he's doing it in this very methodical way where he's almost like, oh, I'm the guy they brought in to do, to deal with this kind of thing. But clearly it didn't. The town didn't know who he is, didn't know anything right. about him, was surprised mm-hmm. that he, I, you know, spoiler alert, he ultimately survives. I mean, if you got this far, you're willing yeah. to have this movie spoiled. But in any case... I, I half wonder yeah. if, like, I've never watched the show Supernatural, okay? Yeah. But for some reason, I think I get the general gist that it's two brothers go around doing Ghostbuster stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think you're right. Okay. What if it. this is yeah. like the super or uh, what if this is like an uber violent version of that? Yeah. And like Nick Cage is hired by a higher entity. That's kind of. To go of, clean out fucking yeah. ghosts and goblins and whatever. We mm-hmm. got some creepy shit going on down yeah. here. It's pre- preying on this town, whatever. You, you got to go take care of it. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's a demon hitman is what yeah. he is. That's, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, that's kind of the what I was waiting to be revealed. Right. Uh, but it's never revealed yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah you're definitely uh, it's up to you to build that lore a little bit in your mm-hmm. head and that's definitely what i thought they were going to reveal but, right um any case at this it's just point, too effective for the for him to like not be yeah prepared uh, i know yeah and he obviously is like uh i mean at first you you almost because he breaks the sticks in half and he's doing like some some taekwondo type yeah, of yeah. shit and then later on he's just slugging them just punching <laughs> well, the shit yeah. out of smashing their head off of stuff um but so um, he after he kills this one, he just kind of like goes, he files his nails. Yeah. Which I was like, why is he filing, filing it? Because he had, it wasn't like a nail file, it was, a, it was sandpaper. And right. He's like filing his nails, placed some like pinball. Maybe really bad OCD. <laughs> like maybe it's just like a severe case. Yeah, he could that. be like, a, there could be like some like sort of weird quirk maybe? that this guy has or whatever. Yeah. Or yeah, I, I, it, it, again, is, it's never explained. Yeah, Man. which is why he slugs, I just like, it's why he slugs the grape soda. Because he's not even enjoying it. Right. Yeah. It just is a, like you said, a ritual. Yeah. And it, he just I'm just has curious to do it. what this movie could have been if we would have had a little background on certain, right. like, say, de- like developing out the serial killers mm-hmm. and, like, into their characters, as well as, like, I mean, add, like, 20 minutes to it. Probably could have done it. That's yeah. why I want to read know? the script. Like, there's bound to be stuff hidden in the script. Yeah. That, or at least the original script, not the shooting script. I, yeah. I don't know. Did you Google you, that at all? Like, or look at? Okay, no, okay. I'm, I'm curious. We'll talk about. It. <laughs> I wonder okay. if it was like a situation where they didn't have as many days, or 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 because it, it released this mm-hmm. year, and you wonder if you know filming got interrupted by COVID mm-hmm. in some way. Um, or or maybe not. 
Or yeah, yeah I mean, you think not. about like uh, Mandy. I mean, you don't really, you never really get much about Red. No, you know, uh, although there's mm. tons of other story behind everyone yeah. else in, in there. But and I, but I feel like though in that case though you didn't really need like like in the case of Mandy you didn't need to know because right. the goal was that he was in love with this woman and now I'm gonna yeah. fucking murder. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, revenge. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. at least a relationship. He had a motivation. Had. Yeah, which was yeah. revenge. He, he, in this one, he <laughs> has no relationship to anybody mm-hmm. else. Or motivation. Yeah. It's just, he's there. And yeah, and he can obviously get out if he wants to. Right. You know what I mean? Are we I mean? just going to turn this over to a Mandy episode? Because it's just, I'm totally we'll going to Mandy. <laughs> I love that movie so much. I, I think we it. end up talking about Mandy at some point in every episode. Um, <laughs> so the kids show up. They're going to, you know, continue to, like, burn the place down or whatever. Um, Liv had tried to do it earlier, and then she got taken back by the, uh, the, the sheriff. And there's obviously a relationship between her and the sheriff, which you don't really know. But they know why he's here. They know he's being sacrificed and they decide they need to try to save him. Um, but he so they crawl and live crawls in through the vents. Um, the crocodile uh, monster starts chasing her through the vents, which was a cool. I loved when she like fell out of the vents and he kind of popped his head out. And was like rah, 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 rah. Yeah. It was kind of this little pup, crazy puppet thing. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, and then you get the fight scene with, I think it was Sarah Siren or Sally Siren or Siren Sally or something, something like, like that. Yeah. yeah, but she was a siren. She was like singing this hypnotic music type of thing, mm-hmm. although she didn't seem to have any type of aquatic tie. No, or she anything. seemed like, like a, a a knockoff of Tinkerbell. Me, yes, that's yeah, what yeah. I was going to say. I thought she was like a pixie type of thing, mm-hmm. but they called her a siren and she was obviously singing. In any case, uh, yeah, that was a, that scene was no bueno. Um, oh, you want to try? Yeah, let's give a little try. Of this this is uh Southern Tier King and Cola Pumpkin. So, this is an RTD, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, eight percent. Oh, it's only eight percent, though. That's not bad. Yeah, for those that don't know, RTD stands for ready to drink. Yeah, so it's a basically a mixed drink in a can. All right, cocktail. I don't can. know if I can put anything else in my glass. Um, <laughs> ever again, ever yeah, I'm gonna again. burn that glass when you leave. That's one of my favorite glasses. And now I have to throw it away. Um, um God coffee mug before i do it can i actually just about one yeah yeah go ahead oh yeah that's kind of nice yeah i don't hate it yeah i don't Mm. it's it's nice and spicy yeah it's it's definitely got some of the 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 mulling spice type situation going on there with Mm. the cola yeah actually you know what yesterday complete sidebar here yesterday i had a a coffee travel mug type of thing Mm -hmm. because i was uh good my one daughter at soccer in the morning and then we had activities with the kids all day and at some point i took my coffee mug and poured a diet coke into it and there's a little bit of coffee residue in there yeah and i remembered how much how good that coffee coke was yeah remember that was a few years ago i was like dang they're back is it back yeah oh see god damn you asking you you shall receive (laughs) they they will blow your fucking palate up though is it yeah it's intense yeah it's intense like Mm. i had one and it just fucking like destroyed any taste of anything else. Really? Yeah. Um, this, I, this, you don't, you need this over ice. I yeah, feel like yeah, I better. agree with that. But I also almost, I feel like it reminds me just of a rum and coke. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah, like it's I, just a rum know. and coke. But it, it, I mean, it's I not. It was whiskey, isn't it? It's whiskey. Yeah, it's supposed to be their pumpkin whiskey. Mm. Pumpkin whiskey. Pumpkin whiskey. You know, pumpkin and all of their flavored stuff at Southern Tier haunts my dreams. <laughs> Yeah, I would imagine it's like it uh, sticks in your nostrils and you just like smell it for days. Yeah, yeah, I know the feeling. Creme brulee was worse. Oh, the creme brulee! I forgot about uh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. No, but this actually, I I could fuck this. Like this would actually be. I would definitely buy a can and like it would be a nice like fall cocktail for sure. I would definitely. If you like, kind of smell as you're drinking it, Mm -hmm. it's like really Mm folly. Yeah. Yeah. 
I almost want to. So, like, mm. I haven't. Uh, next time I go home to Western New York, I'll have to like see if they have. Like, I'll have to pick up like the pumpkin whiskey. That'd be really cool. Because mm. I would never probably tried. prefer like a diet coke with that. And, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? None of this yeah. cola shit. Cola. Get this cola out of here. Um, that was RC good. cola. So, yeah, Crocodile chased her through the vents, whatever. Um, the fight scene with her, the siren and, and Liv was awful. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. They tried to do this weird, like, herky-jerky CGI type of thing. It wasn't good. She's saying a bunch of really corny, dumb lines. Mm-hmm. And I get it that Liv was probably acting to someone in a suit or a freaking, you know, tennis ball on a on a on a piece of you know on yeah, a, a it's definitely somebody in a suit yeah it was probably yeah. but, but they did like they added some cgi elements in it right, like, right. a couple of points in any case she was acting somebody in a suit i get it but like her like fighting stance was just like i don't know it just screamed mm-hmm. like kind of uh disney channel live action type of thing yeah. i don't know because really tearing this apart a bit of, of quite a bit I no feel i'm like, saying again, but, like just, i like the movie I, but no, i feel no, like no, i'm no, saying no. all negative things no, no 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 but i feel like we've also been just like interjecting how it could have been done better in ways like yeah but in this situation i think another thing that could have made it more attractive or allowed us to like connect with the characters more Mm -hmm. is if somehow Nicolas Cage with that girl like somehow there was this bond that was created because it just is awkward the whole time he just stares at her with a blank stare in the beginning yeah and then he saves her but then he's just like okay I'm out and then you know and then he's like I gotta go back to cleaning yeah 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 yeah. it's it's so dry however it does lead up to that really funny moment where they're facing off uh, with like I think it's the chameleon mm-hmm. and oh in the his, car yeah and his 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 uh, alarm goes off for him to take a break yeah and he like half can't decide whether or not to take a break or not and then just gives her a knife and goes takes his break yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's really funny I because do, they just really couldn't like he just couldn't help himself and is that the one where he has the really passionate pinball uh, game yeah. where oh, he's, he's dancing like, and shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Thrusting man. those hips. Such a bold decision. I fucking love it. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So, so at this point, you know, they can see that the creatures are coming to life. Nick Cage has already come in and killed one. All the kids fall through the roof mm-hmm. uh, into the ball pit. Now they're in there together with Nick Cage. And um, two of them, the couple, just decides they're going to go to what they explain to be the super happy fun room, which right. we learn about here in a second, and oh, yeah. to go hump in the yeah. thing yeah. while people are being murdered that and there's killer creatures super around. super happy fun room things <laughs> to do. Because like, Kathy I, is horny for murder. <laughs> Gwen Stefani. Can we seriously call this episode horny for murder, please? Yeah, I mean, that decision was B-A-N-A-N-A-S. That's yeah. all I know. Um, <laughs> sorry, Gwen I, as Stefani, I raise my smoothie to you, there's Gwen a little Stefani bit more banana puree puns. in there for you. Oh, oh my that's God. That's not my shit. <laughs> that's not, not my, my shit. It's <laughs> not my shit. Man, um, this is love. This I know all about so it. So good. Um, so uh, yeah. So now that you get into the backstory, and Liv tells the backstory, and the way she tells it is so clinical. It's like she's reading a book report. Right. It's just so bad. It could have been so cool because I I appreciate a movie that's not scared to go into the nitty gritty of the backstory. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. when the story's so bonkers. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know what really sucks, though, about this, mm-hmm. about Liv doing it? Yeah. Is that they almost do the exact same thing 
like 10 minutes later yeah. with the sheriff yeah. and it's done even better with flashbacks yeah mm-hmm. and it's like why the fuck did you keep that in it was just so it was just such blunt exposition yeah. just dump and she's like i said she just sounds like she's reading a book report it's just it's 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 not good um and she's she basically talked about what you already explained which was their their serial killers who all so one crazy guy i don't remember his name he was like this prolific serial killer of like something chester willis or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah it's inconsequential but he he um he starts this place and he hires all his creepy serial killer friends and they basically run this as like their own little like playground for murdering people in willie's Mm -hmm. wonderland uh, they eventually go into like bust them and they have performed some sort of satanic ritual where they are going to get their souls or life force or whatever into the body of these animatronic mm-hmm. creatures. They um, watched child's play. Yes, they did. <laughs> they pulled a Chucky. Um, so uh, so you get that exposition from Liv. Uh, Gwen Stefani acting real weird um, at this point and they, they end up boning in the room. Um, one kid... The, in the other room gets killed by the knight. One of them is a knight, mm-hmm. animatronic knight uh, kind His of thing. His name is Nighty Knight. <laughs> is it Nighty Knight? Yes, it is. That's pretty good. <laughs> and then, Nighty Knight, guys! <laughs> oh, yeah, he could have said that. I don't even think that one spoke, though, did he? Uh, not really, um, no. Mate, yeah. I mean, I think he yells out almost, when Nick Cage kicks his ass. But yeah. <laughs> this could have also been so fun if they all did have catchphrases like that. Too. Right. Yeah. I mean, it might have not made sense with the serial killer. Like, they could have probably gone either way. Yeah. Like maybe they're just like play, like they're they're in the body, but they are like the animatronic character. Yeah. Versus like, oh, can the serial killer's personality come out through the mm-hmm. animatronic? Okay. You know? I just thought of something. I have a theory about what this movie was or how it changed or something like that. So <clears throat> what if Nick the character that Nick Cage plays, and this seemed to be what they were going towards, but it never fleshed out this way was this idea of Nick Cage was one of the kids from 20 years ago whose family got murdered by huh. them, and now he's coming back for revenge. And I don't think, and my theory is Nick Cage was not originally supposed to be in that role, and it was supposed to be someone younger. Okay. And they try to make, because then they go, oh, we can get Nick Cage? Fuck it, let's do it. Right, yeah, They yeah. put Nick Cage in the role. They try to make him look young with the beard, with right, the Just right, for Men, right. but mm-hmm. he's still like 20, you can still look at him and go, 20 years ago, that guy was 30 years old. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, was, he wasn't a kid. So I wonder if they just end up going, he looks too old, and they just got rid of that but side it, But if he was a kid at that time, then like he was super traumatized by everything that ha- happened right. there, and that's why he's like addicted to pinball, addicted to soda. That's what I'm saying. The soda, because they even Wait. kept saying in the song like candy and soda or whatever. So yeah. like that's what I'm saying. It's this thing where like he is he, de- he developed weird, and that's so that's actually why he's, a really like, cool yeah. theory because I feel like d- is there any indicator with like one of the early videos and, like when they had like the grave there like the videos like of the flashbacks yeah. in the beginning or like the first film like if there was, was a kid he... with like sunglasses on. <laughs> oh my god. Kid with was a beard, it, a full beard, he, and sunglasses. Uh, yeah, I'm like, wonder if that was him. Like yeah, a, no, like a, I like a uh, like a, a good bad theory. news bears Kelly, where <laughs> like has a leather jacket yeah. and sunglasses. On. Yeah, riding a sick dirt bike. Um, How did you get so cool, dude? <laughs> yeah, no. Now I almost want to go back and watch it to see if there are any context right, yeah. about that. Yeah. But I feel like there was. I can't think of any. I, and they certainly didn't come out and say it by any stretch of the I imagination. I feel like if they but, wanted to do that, they could have done flashbacks during the movie, like as this was going on. They could have like done a couple and that mm-hmm, yeah. fixed that, but. Um, Who would have played the young Nicolas Cage? I want to. F- 
That you know, you know who could have done it? Um, uh, Ryan Gosling could have done this because mm. he would have been more age appropriate. And yeah. then also he still has that stoic weirdness. <sighs> yeah. If you saw Drive. Listen, I'll watch Ryan Gosling what fucking anything. The guy who played, uh, his last name's Gilchrist. He, uh, mm. he was in like Atypical, Hereditary, not Hereditary, um, United States of Terra, something Gilchrist. Uh, he, Kier Gilchrist. Kier, yes. Kier Gilchrist. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like he would play a really cool young um, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, it felt like it should have been somebody who was like closer to the kids' ages or a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Again, like in their 30s. You this know what I mean? kid, so. uh, this guy looks, uh, he, like even on a podcast I was listening, he actually has like a degenerative like bone disorder. So he like looks really young mm-hmm. for his age. So, yeah. Idea, yeah, I, I get, get the feeling that they were like, oh, um, we can get Nick Cage. Okay, let's change everything because sure. Nick Cage is going to sell this movie. Yeah, right? yeah. So one of the kids gets eaten at this point. They're picking off the, the group of forgettable kids at, at this point. Um, and he comes back in after his break. He kills the knight pretty easily, decapitates him with his own sword, which was great. Uh, the alligator, in by far the goriest scene in the movie, mm-hmm. eats the couple while they're fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. specifically the kid, the the the, the uh, I forget his name, Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> Bobby's laying on his back and he just like munches his guts out, I'm pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, which is a pretty, pretty, pretty good scene. Um, it, it's all right, but you know, they. I wish they would have went. This is one of those times where I wish it was a little more creative as a movie. Yeah. So like, cause that scene, you you have uh, Kathy on top of Bobby and they're. Uh, fucking around in the happy fun time room and they notice the alligator and she and you know bobby's like let him watch yeah, and, yeah. You know, and like, but, but you know these things come to life like, right we've like already discussed like, they, her, they like, know. why would you think who cares we've discussed that these things are murderous that's why we're here yeah, yeah. and like kathy knows that that is the suicide you know, cult room. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, she yeah. knows that's where it is. That's why she took him in there to bone. Cause yeah. Oh, yeah. she's a creep. Yeah. But the, uh, <laughs> while that's happening, the, the alligators moving about the room and like at one point he moves and he disappears. Mm-hmm. So I think like a funnier, more creative way to do that would be when the alligator moves out of view, she gets off of him to go investigate. Mm hmm. And that's when the alligator pops up and bites his dick. Oh, see, <laughs> so, you get okay. an alligator and you got a nude person, you got to have him bite the dick. Bite Come dick. on. <laughs> that's what we're here for. And then yeah. you spit it on the floor and this is what we, uh, this is what we look over. Yeah. You, no, I, I feel like The Nick Cage just picks need... up the severed dick, puts it in the trash bag. I mean, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah. He would have cleaned it up. Um, I think we just need to, I think with all of our comments and critiques about this, like we just need to make our own fan film of this. And like, <laughs> Willy's right. Wonderland fan film. <laughs> I love it. We just go down to the closed out, the closed down Chuck E. Cheese and Norfolk sales. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bust in there. And then it becomes a found footage film. You guys might know, know better than me because you guys have lived here longer. Uh, is there like a Chuck E. Cheese type place that's like very specific to our area? Besides no. Ch- no. Okay. All right. We're big. I was a big DZ Discovery Zone kid. <laughs> you, get 50, you get a dollar off admission for an A, 50 cents off for B's when you take your, your port card. There was Safari Sam's, but Safari Sam's didn't have fucking animatronics. No, Safari Sam's was basically like a, a, a ripoff of Discovery Zone. Yeah, right. It was Discovery Zone ripoff. One you time, had a ball I, pit yeah. and one of them shitty zip lines as it. <laughs> one time I went to, to Safari. <laughs> they did have ski ball. I went to Safari Sam's. Um, 
because it was, you know, report card time. You get your report card, you get some good grades, you go as far as Sam's. That's what you do. We went there. <laughs> me and my brother are crawling through a tunnel. Big turd right in the middle of the tunnel. Oh, God. <laughs> some kid just laid a laid a fucking king bang on the fucking, the fucking tunnel. That's fucking great. Are you sure it wasn't a king bang? I smelled it. It was not a king bang. Okay. Um, no, but it was, uh, yeah, it, that used to happen Why all the time. Why you smell it also? Like, you're like, <laughs> I, I need it. to make sure. I to check. I think it wasn't chocolate payday. <laughs> I saw, listen, I saw, I saw, uh, Caddyshack too many times. I don't Man, know. I, I wish I still bit. worked in like factories and stuff so I could say, hey, I gotta go make some King Bings. <laughs> I gotta go, gotta go drop a King Bing. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like now you should just end every Hop Nation with, I need to go drop some King Bings. I gotta go drop a King I'm Bing. Out. That's how we're actually gonna end this episode. Yeah. See you guys next week. I'm gonna go make some King Bings. <laughs> I feel uh, like if you were making king beans, I'd actually have to be concerned because they'd be red, and I would have to be like, "You, yeah, you got to go to the hospital. Doctor. Go directly to the yeah. hospital. Call the ample amps." This um, is this is our shit talk hour. <laughs> yeah, we went from that's how we do snacks or beer, snacks, horror movies, poop and pee, <laughs> poop, severed pee, dicks, dicks. It's natural progression. I'm waiting for like the dick segment to like be sticking, you know. Yeah, we're almost there. We need to start getting Felissa Rose to come on and be our severed dick expert, (laughs) like she does on the last drive-in, or mangled dick expert. Excuse me. Um, So uh, yeah, so so at this point, uh, the alligator has just eaten the couple. Nick Cage comes in, gives the alligator what I can only describe as a Dan the Beast Severance style Greco-Roman throw yeah. uh, and then rips its uh, mechanical heart out. He like, reaches down its throat. He like, pries its jaws open yeah, reaches gives, down. Yeah, he gives it the old King Kong. Yeah, yeah, and rips its rips its heart out or whatever. Or some organ out. Um, so uh, that probably would have been more ideal to do before it killed two more kids. Right. Um, but, you know, this is kind of the thing that you're learning. It's is, pretty is, late it, to the party. On yeah, a yeah. He, he, he's, he's doing things very much in his own time. Um, then there's like this, which I thought was kind of a creepy, cool scene. I was like, I thought we were going to learn a little bit more about this character. But the the lizard lady, is she a chameleon? Is yeah. that what you said? Yeah. Um, starts to play some mind games with Chris, who is like the uh, hopelessly in love with Liv, like little like nerdy dork suck up kid. Um, and then she pretty like, sh- she snaps his neck by like sticking her tongue out or something like that and yeah. grabbing it and spinning his head around. Um, but then we get that that explanation from the sheriff that you talked about, Steve, and, and why they've been placating these beasts for so long, because, which I thought was cool. This was one of my favorite parts of the movie. They were like, yeah, we just thought we'd like lock the place up and have them fuck off. And then they started coming out into the town and killing right. us like at the mm. cardware store and at the post office. They were coming and like terrorizing the town at night, which I thought was pretty cool. That could mm-hmm. be a whole nother yeah. awesome movie, actually. Mm-hmm. The prequel. Yeah. Sure. Um, I was, so, that, this probably could have done really well as a prequel, like yeah. like just solely like that's just yeah. what it was. Mm-hmm. Sorry guys, we're tearing this one down. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. I, I mean, I liked that they leaned so heavily. They leaned so hard into just an outlandish story, right? Which I mm-hmm. thought was good, and and they explained again it's exposition, but there was flashbacks and stuff like that, which made it a little bit more entertaining. Um, you know, you get these scenes of like text setting people up, like whole families and stuff like that, which was pretty creepy. Um, and then you learn that Liv was one of the kids uh, whose parents were mm-hmm. killed. Yeah. So the sheriff, like, it's probably one of the few things her. that makes sense. Yes, it's, it's really one of the like, only few like 
through line plot points. Yeah. Um, that's actually tied together in any in any real way. Um, yeah. So so the, the the he kills Chris. You know, Nick Cage is you know ready to fight, but then yeah, it's break time. So that you kind of mentioned that tur- turns around, walks away. How frequently were these breaks? Because at some point I was like, oh, it's like every hour, and then I'm like. I feel like he's taking a five minute break every 20 minutes right. at this point now. Um, it's like every time, like something happens, bre- like they, it's like the breaks became too frequent Yeah, a little bit. Like they could have did two less breaks. Right, right. Kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That was that was pretty unclear, but I, I, I guess it worked. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it, she, so the sheriff starts like apologizing to Willie the weasel, which is, you know, the head animatronic thing and basically saying like, Hey, Nick Cage, this character is not acting on our behalf. Um, and she leaves him with his hands tied behind his back basically as like, okay, this is a peace offering. Yeah. He killed some of your people or whatever, but you know, here, you know, this, this wasn't our fault. Um, and then he fights the siren girl and the, the chameleon, with his hands tied behind his back, or at least for a portion of those times, and then like crushes the one of their one of them with her with his knees or something. Is that what happened? He was kind of like, did he go ahead? You might. No, I was just gonna say he was kind of given the siren, um, the the uh, Famke Jansen from Goldeneye, oh, yeah. using his thighs to <laughs> yeah, crush her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and, I think yeah, yeah, that's what I got at it too. While head, shoulders, knees, and toes play. But I right. also, so, yeah. I almost feel like he was doing that as a flex. He's like, look what I can do. Boom. And then instantly takes these off like it's nothing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the whole thing was like a chore to him. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't, like, this wasn't really that strenuous of a thing for mm-hmm. him. He was like, he didn't really care about the kids or whatever. He's just like, I'm going to do this my own time. This is, that's why I think, like, he was sent by some other yeah. entity or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or but, maybe he was just on his own revenge thing and those kids should have fucked off. When that's probably, mm-hmm. yeah, that's probably more realistic. Um, but in any case, uh the new cop buys in because another cop comes from like another jurisdiction to help or whatever. He's a state cop. Yeah, he's a state cop. That's right. He buys into the whole thing alarmingly quickly. Right. He's just like, oh, you got, she's telling the story. He's, he's never like, you're nuts. Um, (laughs) What's wrong with you? He's just like, okay, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Every town has creatures coming to life. You got to play game. You got to beat them. Every town has one. You know, like you have the town like joke, the town drunk, and then you have your town animatronic, um, like murder playland. Murder playland. (laughs) Yeah. Every town has one. You gotta. It's you know you got your hills that shut down. Yeah. Um. You know you got your roller rink, and then you got your animatronic murder playground. Yeah. It it makes you wonder if it's more like um Stephen King's novels. They all occur within like you know mm-hmm. fifteen miles of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 you know in in Maine. Yeah, so like maybe the state cop would know that. Oh yeah, Willie's Wonderland's fucked up, but then also we got Scary Dog over in this town, and we got you know vampire <laughs> chupacabra. I want to hear upstate. all of your other names for these places. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> we got the angry, uh, you know, the semi trucks that are over here that drive themselves. <laughs> You've got the vampire, the ancient vampire living in the basement yeah. over on this side of town. You got the RV camp full of the psychic vampires. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just he, want a theme park that is solely horror themed all the time, and you have all of these little neighborhoods like that. That's what I want. It. Yeah. I want to it's exist. Like, dream. yeah, like I want ride. I want roller coasters that are like going through a huge vampire mouth, and you're just going up. <laughs> I'm surprised that that does. I'm sure that has to exist. We gotta get best. over to Vampire Village. <laughs> 
Vampire never said the word vampire in Ian's accent. It's a pretty good one. Vampire. Hey, vampire. Hey, you gave your vampire village. Yeah. He's gave your vampire village. You know, village. we all have dreams. Yeah. You go, Frankenstein Matten. <laughs> Frankenstein Matten. This will be my greatest, greatest achievement. Fast forward to Meg laying there in bed tonight, sketching this all out. <laughs> Frankenstein Mountain's gonna fucking rule. Frankenstein Mountain's fucking sick. <laughs> um, but it's like jankly, like put together. I'm just like hammering. It's this, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's something Wiley Coyote would build. Like yeah, yeah, everyone absolutely. immediately dies. Um. So this is probably my favorite. One of my favorite parts was the dance. This particular game of pinball gets really into. Mm-hmm. He's dancing. Oh, he's doing like pointing thrust. to the mm. ceiling. There's this whole chugging pop playing pinball montage. And there's a, like a, a ballad about Willy's Wonderland kind of yeah. raging in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, and then <laughs> I love this part. I completely forgot about this. Just now when he, he walks outside and he's he's broken out of the place at this point or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, But he's still completing his job yes. of cleaning yeah. and doing all this stuff. Yeah. He carries another so trash casual. bag outside with one of the creatures in it and the sheriff pulls up and he just gives her like a, hey, what's up, wave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. remember when you uh, handcuffed me and, you know, uh, pretty much fed me to those creatures? Uh, gotcha, no, fucker. No worries. What's up? Yeah. Hey, don't worry about it. Gives, no her, the high, gives her the high sign. That's so um, funny. But uh, and then, you know, he she comes inside. What the hell's going on? Blah, blah, blah. You know, you should have died. Now you're putting us all in jeopardy. And these kids are dead because of you. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Willie Willie rips her in half. Just like yeah. one swipe cuts that, her in half at the waist. That, yeah. that was the one thing I really didn't like mm-hmm. about towards the end is that. So the sheriff, she shows up to Willie's Wonderland right. in the beginning to arrest Liv mm-hmm. to keep her safe. Then she comes back to Willie's Wonderland when she finds out Liv is in there because she's the kid that the sheriff found mm-hmm. and basically adopted her and raised right. her. So she has, but she never gets this redeeming arc of like she sees that Nick Cage has basically dispatched all of them. Yeah, right. and has no problem Saving doing her. that. Why doesn't no, she just turn over? Put a new some leaf? trust in him. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. like go, oh yeah, I'm a back this guy. Even even if at like towards the end, like so like you know, Willie the Weasel and Nick Cage get into a fight mm-hmm. and he relies on some kind of lazy distraction to get away. Yeah. To go get his weapons. But it would have been better if it was the sheriff that distracted Willie the Weasel. Mm-hmm. She can still get cut in half. Yeah. But like that would be her redemption arc sure. of like sacrificing herself so Nick Cage can go arm up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. it was, fr- frankly, the, the the showdown with Willie was pretty anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they really, like I said, they really kind of feels like they, they shot their wad way earlier in the movie with the mm-hmm. other kills because yeah. this one was like... It just—it was this big buildup. You thought something epic was going to happen, and mm-hmm. he—he I mean, he rips his head off. But it's like he kind of already did that earlier in the movie, mm-hmm. so it just—it was a little bit anticlimactic. But, yeah. Um, but it's morning by this point. Uh, the mechanic brings Tex. Um, you know, Nick Cage's McAdoo. car. <laughs> Tex McAdoo. McAdoo comes out. Does some donuts in his Camaro (laughs) outside. Um, And they're assuming he's dead. So he's giving the Camaro to Tex. Right. Right. And then they go inside. The place is in like great shape. Everything's all cleaned up. Uh, And then did not expect Freebird starts playing. Yeah. (laughs) 
I was like, all of a sudden, I was like, it kind of, I guess it fit a little bit, but all of a sudden I was like, is this a Rob Zombie movie that I didn't yeah, know about? Yeah. Like, why is Freebird <laughs> playing right now? I was like, carry on my wayward son going to p- come up on, on after this. I wasn't sure, but it was, he, you know, he, he had already uh, obviously done. You do see that the siren is still alive, right? She mm-hmm. starts pulling out of the trash can kind of thing. Um, Nick Cage changes back into his clothes. He's just like, yeah, job, job well done. Here, give me the keys to my car. Mm-hmm. And it was like, uh, it was like, uh, he, he gives him the keys to the car. Liv is his daughter now. I don't know. Yeah. She just comes with him. Right. And then Tex says something as he's walking away. He's like, he's a real badass or something like that. <laughs> it's just like Catalina fucking wine mixer. Yeah. Catalina kind of. fucking wine mixer. <laughs> There's this weird line. But then you know the siren. Because the siren, like if they would have showed that it was still alive when he put it in the bag 20 minutes ago, mm-hmm. this would have paid off more. Yeah. But they literally showed the siren was still alive and then Three minutes later, it comes out and kills mm-hmm. Tex and the mechanic. Yeah. It just like it was just kind of uh, the 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 pacing and that on some of those things. Like if they would have let it marinate just a little bit more, it would have mm-hmm. been a bigger payoff. Mm-hmm. I also feel like uh, like there because there what was there two monsters left? Yeah, it was like the siren and the one other like what was it a turtle like lizard type whatever yeah, I think it, was it was a turtle yeah one with the sombrero yeah. and stuff yeah yeah like i feel like that led something to be desired like what is going to happen to them is because willie's not alive are they not going to do anything anymore or are they still going to be murderous fucking characters and how the fuck are they going to get rid of them now yeah. do they still need to sacrifice someone i have questions that yeah. i need <laughs> answered yeah did they not know that the turtle was still alive did they not count the... and they, i mean they, and they did also go after him a bit when they were driving away if i remember correctly well, well yes. no, they run him over and they yeah, completely yeah. blow them up. Well, yeah. they do, but I mean, even the turtle had had left because it went after the cop and Liv who were right. in the car before right. that. And then they like, um, he, he, you know, made her give him the car keys or whatever, right? And then he left the mm-hmm. turtle. She left the turtle on the side of the road. Um, but yeah, so the mechanic and Tex are like excited and there's this little dialogue about like, oh, if they're finally gone, maybe I'll open the place back up and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And let's go, you know, drinks are on me. Let's go celebrate. And then the <laughs> siren had put uh, a, 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 a rag in their gas tank yeah. and mm-hmm. lights it and, exp- and the car explodes yeah. obviously with them in it. And then, you know, Liv and Nick Cage walk driving down the road in, in the Camaro and they see the, the turtle and he just smashes the turtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then that's, you know, that's it. Credits hey, roll. Hey, hey, no, movie. no, no, no. <laughs> you missed the part where he handed over his grape soda to oh, her. Oh, yeah. he did. That he gives her the grape That is the heartwarming soda. part where now we know that they are connected forever. I don't know. But, even though we don't know why he even drinks the grape soda. Right. Is it important? Is it not important? Like It's important to him. Yeah. Though I did find one of my favorite reviews that I read about this was a Roger Ebert website thing that says, it feels like a movie conceived during a drinking game. And you know what? I don't think they're wrong. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it feels like it's built it's, on alcohol in some way. Yeah. I it, kind of want to make it a drinking game. I feel like you could. Every time he chugs a grape soda, you got to chug a beer or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Shot a beer. Yeah. He's shotgun seen, a beer, actually. <laughs> there you go. He sound it's it just reeks of a movie that changed dramatically when Nick Cage came on board. Yes. Sure. Yes. Like this was a totally different thing with a different story mm-hmm. and they were like struggling to maybe get funding or they couldn't really cast the people they wanted. And all of a sudden they got a call one day that said, uh, just got a call from Nick Cage's agent. He's interested. And they were like, 
we'll do anything to have Nick Cage in this <laughs> yeah. movie. And they and they might have sacrificed a lot of the story just to have Nick Cage in it. And it became just a Nick Cage vehicle. And they, and they might have also sacrificed a lot of effects budget too. Mm-hmm. Just because, and that's why like so many of the, like we were talking about, the, the, the fight with the gorilla is probably the best one because it's one, it's uber bloody. Yeah. And, I mean, oily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but... Also, like the stuntman in that gorilla costume really fucking throws himself around. He does, yeah. Like, he it was bounces a... himself off urinals and shit. Yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Can I, I get some extra padding in this head? Because yeah. I'm about to go wild. Because Nick Cage is wailing on me right now. <laughs> he just goes ham on him. But the uh but yeah, other than that, most of the time, like when he's killing these things, he's just kind of beating them up. There's no real um creativity to it. Yeah. Like the like the knight, he does cut the knight's head off. But it might have been funnier if he was able to go full Black Knight yeah. and like cut his arms and legs off. <laughs> oh, that would have been and good. Then decapitate him, and then yeah, yeah. Some of the kills were were pretty anticlimactic. It right. was just like I'm gonna pound this this creature's head off the wall until it's yeah. mushy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like you said, it would have been funny if like he jammed one in a pizza oven. Yeah. You know, but we didn't get a full costume burn. Yeah. That would have been fun to see too. I think. It, it was a trade-off because yeah. would I have probably ever seen this movie if Nick Cage wasn't in it? Probably not. Probably. Uh, but at the same time, yeah, I think this this project probably changed pretty dramatically when a name got attached to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. It's fun for the most part. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's still a fun watch. Um, Nick Cage is kind of like, a, he's like a, a lottery out there. Yeah. Because he will take on a lot of fucking stuff. Mm-hmm. And like it, some of it turns out bad, some of it turns out good, but he's always going to be the reason it stands out. And he's going to mm-hmm. sell it super fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, he's you're unapologetic. Gonna... I know. I want to oh, say yeah. as an yeah. actor, you yeah. know, like he doesn't need to defend being good or bad in anything. No, no. I mean, it's like I mean, I was going to ask you what 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 I forgot to ask. I was going to ask you guys what your favorite Nick Cage movie is. Maybe, you know, ex- excluding Mandy. I don't know. I love Mandy. I love Mandy's Mandy. my favorite for sure. Mandy's one of my favorite movies. I, but. I don't know if I've seen like a lot, a lot of Nick Cage movies. Yeah. I feel like I have, but I'm like, it's nothing that's sticking out. But like, I think one of my earliest that I still really love is Raising Phoenix, you know? Arizona. Ra- Raising, Ar- Arizona. Raising Arizona. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Raising yeah, Phoenix, wow. Arizona. <laughs> yeah. Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. Yes. Like that was like one of the earliest ones I saw when I was young and I was oh, like, yeah. it stuck oh, out to it's me. It's great. Yeah. I love and will defend. It's not a great movie. I get it, but it's really a fun watch for me. Is Vampire's Kiss? Oh yeah, yeah. and I that is the perfect well. example of like him just making crazy decisions and sticking to them as hard as he yes. possibly it's can. It's called Vampire's yes. Kiss. I Vampire's Kiss. Yeah. yeah, it's the famous scene that you've seen with like him with the crazy, like the meme with him with his super crazy wide yeah. eyes. You know, and he's doing like the A B C D. You know, he's I like doing the whole alphabet. I just want to have a conversation with him, but like like this. That's just like off the cuff. Like, who the fuck are you? Oh, he's a wild. Like, he, I, don't, I, mean, I just he don't buys even know. haunted mansions all <laughs> yeah. over the world yeah. and shit. He's a wild dude. Um, and I think that part of that lore is what makes me want to watch him do this mm-hmm. shit on TV. Like, if you put fucking Jonah Hill or something like that, like he's a good. A- I get it. I don't know why I picked he's on fine. him, but no, like he's fine. He's a good actor, but like if he leaned as hard into a role like this. Um, Maybe Jonah Hill isn't the best choice because did you see Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a pretty hard choice that he made. He did, that. he did. That's not a good example. But I'm like, if you take another actor that I don't personally have an understanding 
of the fact that he is a crazy guy in real life. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, you're leaning it. You know what I mean? But like the fact that I know that like Nick Cage really uh, probably put a lot of thought into this weird decisions that he made mm-hmm. um, makes me appreciate them all the more, I guess. And people forget because he doesn't have the name, yeah. but he's Francis Ford Coppola's nephew. Yeah. Like mm. he, he grew up I didn't know that. in the industry. That's yeah. cool as fuck. Yeah, yeah, he grew up in the industry. He he knows how to act. Yeah. Like he, you know, but at some point he just whatever it was, he learned or matured or just got enough money and then he decided, well, I'm going to do like a big movie and then I'll do a bunch of small movies mm-hmm. and I'm going to make my choices. Mm-hmm. And that's a cool place to be, I feel yeah. like as an actor. I feel like cuz I think like it can be such a cutthroat industry that I can only imagine how liberating it would be to be able to do what the fuck you want. Hey, guys, that's the dream. Yeah. Like, we're all trying to get there mm-hmm. anyway in other ways. But, like, not too many people are able to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like for, with the exception of, like, maybe Tilda Swinton, mm-hmm. she takes on a whole bunch of fucking crazy roles. Mm-hmm. You know? I like her. Yeah. What's, uh, why can't I think of his name right now? The guy who played Harvey Milk. Um, Sean Penn. Sean Penn, I feel like it's a little bit like that, too. A little bit. Like, he, he kind of, he'll do some weird off-the-wall stuff. Yeah. Um, and he's a pretty eccentric guy, but yeah, there's not a ton. There's yeah, not a ton. Yeah, like Joaquin Phoenix is another guy. That That's a, definitely another example. He'll, he'll do crazy fucking shit too. Yeah. yeah. What was that movie that just came out? Probably in the last four or five years. Joker. <laughs> What's that? It's, it's called joke. the Joker. Um, <laughs> it's my Twitter handle. No, it was, it, I feel like it was before that where he was just like master. No. Uh, uh, her. All right, yeah. we're not going to go anywhere. We'll revisit this. I'll figure it out. You were never but it was really like a there. Very dark. Yes, that was it. Okay. I really like that one. I feel like even seeing that side of him when you like, I thought that was. I don't cool. think I saw that one. I, I didn't see it either. I yeah. always pass. I it would on definitely Prime. admit it. I yeah. like it. It was good. Yeah. I see it on Prime and I go. He's in. Yeah, okay. He's in. Uh, uh, what's uh Ari? He's in Ari Aster's next movie, right? Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah. Joaquin what's Phoenix. I'm he's in like, Ari Aster's Ari Aster's next movie. It's called like. Isn't uh, it midnight something? Um, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a horror comedy, though. Yeah, yeah, uh, okay. it's like a black comedy yeah. type of thing. Um, cool. I forget what the name of it is, sense. but I think it comes out this year, next year, maybe next year, probably next year. Be cool. But um, in any case, that is Willie's Wonderland. Um, I dug it. Uh, like I said, probably not gonna bite on Blu-ray, but I uh, I did enjoy it, and I'll watch anything with Nick Cage at least once. So yeah. Once again, before uh, before we close out, uh, next week we'll come back to you with an, with another mini-sode, and then the week after that will be our showdown episode for September. So if you want to, in the next couple of weeks, you've got a couple of weeks to watch the movies, if you haven't seen them already, that we're going to discuss, which are going to be uh, Maniac, the 2014. 14 12. or 16. It's around, yeah, it's somewhere between like 4, 12 2012 and 2012 for I Maniac. I don't think Maniac it's that 20... long ago. I feel like it might have been 13 or 14, though. But it's, oh, the, well, it's whatever, the new whatever. one, not yes. the 1980 Joe Spinell yeah. one. Yeah. The one with the one with uh, Find Elijah the one Wood. with the Hobbit in it. Yeah, Wash a Hobbit one. Um, and then I'm doing uh, Hush from 2016, which I think is on Shutter, but it's, it's out there. It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, all those places. Yeah. It's really good. And then Steve is doing uh, The Town That Dreaded Sundown the ta- the from remake, 2014. Yeah. The 2014 remake of The Town That Dreaded Sundown, not the 1979 one or right. 1981 or whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, with Mr. Giggles in it. Doesn't the original one have the guy who played Mr. Or not Mr. Giggles. Dr. I don't know. Dr. I didn't Giggles. See, I didn't, oh, I didn't, yeah. You never saw it. I tell you, I it's worth it. a watch, but it's so weird and it's kind of almost 
part of it is done like a weird police procedural mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, oh, but never mind. I'm thinking Dr. Giggles was the Scarecrow something movie. Remember when he gets in the Scarecrow? Anyway, uh, that's a totally different movie. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting two movies. Batman Begins? I was, that's Batman Begins. I've been up since 5.45. My brain's fucked. Um, in any case, so um, uh, anything else? Yeah, go, go check us out on, if you haven't already, like subscribe. Um, some folks have written some really nice uh, reviews I, for us I just on, like, the, on on. I just want you all to iTunes. make me feel so nice and like I'm like have a warm blanket around yeah. me. They wrote say some very nice, nice things. things. I got us. some. <laughs> say, say, say something nice. <laughs> tell me something nice. Tell me I'm. Tell me I look nice. Um, yes, people have wrote some some very nice things and some very sweet notes. Uh, to us um, as well in the, in the DMs and whatnot. So if you feel so inclined to review uh, us on iTunes or subscribe or any of those things, uh, we very much appreciate that. Otherwise, check us out on uh, on Instagrams at, at Halloween's Forever. Twitter is at Hallow Forever, at Halloween's Forever Podcast on Facebook or Halloween's Forever Pod uh, Gmail if you want to send us an email. Mm-hmm. I got three quick notes. Yeah. One, we didn't bring up the fact that the tow truck driver uh, is always with a Slim Jim in his mouth like a cigar. <laughs> That's true. It's probably a spicy one, too. I aspire to be at that point yeah. in my life. Can we, can we all agree that it's a spicy one, too? It's, oh, it's oh, gotta yeah. be a spicy one. Yeah, yeah. he's a spicy boy. Yeah. yeah. Two. Doing donuts in the parking lot. Six Little Chickens is a fucking banger. <laughs> that was creepy. That yeah. was a good creepy part. I like that. It's another original song that yeah. they wrote for that movie. Yeah. Mm. And three, in the future, I'll tell you about the Nick Cage movie I worked on. Ooh, <laughs> I like it. I would a love teasy. for us to either do like a mini sode all about Nick Cage or do like the best like semi horror like the closest it's, we can get. It's in our uh, it's in it's our so bank. Yeah. Our, our 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 pool of topics. It mm-hmm. is best Nick Cage movies is uh, in there. So it could so come excited. up. It could come up. Fate may determine that. I don't know, um, but I don't want to know until we're on air. Yeah, save it for the show. <laughs> I'll tell you after. Surprise! Damn yeah. it. Okay, yes, Sup- I want to know. Oh, now. you? We're gonna do that for Fuck that Nick Cage episode. <laughs> 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 It's Nick, and I'll just pull a ripcord and a bunch of balloons just, will fall out of the ceiling. I legit just want like a Nick Cage cutout with like the crazy face. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Uh, I want a Nick Cage uh, body pillow. Okay. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, thank you once again for for listening. And we'll see you next week with another mini-sode, okay? Okay, bye. Okay, bye. See you, bye. Bye.